The following podcast is for mature audiences only. Anything you hear in this podcast in regards to clips or music, I do not own any of it. All credit absolutely goes to the artist. For anything you may hear in this podcast regarding clips or especially music, it is strictly me trying to promote my love of music and to hopefully send people towards some new music themselves. If you cannot handle anything in this podcast, which which includes anything serious, raunchy humor, raunchy topics, well, I mean more serious topics, or anything you cannot handle, this podcast is not for you. Sit back, relax, enjoy. Let's rise again together. I'm in the empire business. Allow me to reintroduce myself. The revolution is televised. Oh, what do you guys want to talk about? against the undisputed champion.
Everybody, thank you so very much for joining us right here on episode five of Russell Empire. Of course, as you all just heard, this is episode five. And after a couple of weeks off, because we both had some stuff to go or to deal with, I'm not speaking straight. We are officially back. And as always, I am joined by my co-host who has just as big of a part to do with Russell Empire than I do, and also the biggest Cody Rotator that I know, that <laughs> being my brother and Alan. Alan, what's up, dude? Guys, guys, guy, how's it going? It's, it's been a couple of weeks since we talked. A lot of crazy things happening in 2024 to start off this year of wrestling. Oh, I know, man. I know. I'm doing all right, man. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. A little tired to watch the... Uh, Royal Rumble, of course, last night. Um, checked out the press conference afterwards. Um, yeah. And it was, then it was an early morning for me to get ready for work. So I'm here. I'm ready to go. I just drank my energy drink. I am oh. ready to talk about wrestling. Oh, dude, it's it's good to be back after a couple of weeks. You know, I know we've had a lot going on. But before we begin, I've got to ask you, you're not going to defend yourself there? <laughs> no, I'm I'm gonna let I'm gonna let my hot take and rant on how three star General Cody Rhodes should have not run the Rumble, should not be going to WrestleMania, should never finish his story. Oh my God! No, I'm I'm, oh. I'm not going that far. He can finish his story. It's just not the right time. Okay, fair, 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 but. We're going to have a big debate on when he should finish the story. And it took me a little bit to come up with my own sentimental notes for this um, for this big topic, which is going to be the theme of today. Because as everyone knows, normally um, or during the first several episodes, we've been mainly AEW themed. But today we're going to be mainly WWE so before we get to that, um, are you caught up yet on everything? I mean, for as much as I'm going to be caught up, I'm not going to watch. Uh, I'm not going to watch every single minute of it because, as you know, during a lot of the WWE programming, I do have it just as background secondary noise. Um, mm-hmm. But I did catch up on SmackDown, caught up on my Raws, caught up on my Dynamites. Um, the only thing I have. The only thing I need to rewatch is Collision from last night. Um, yeah, I had, it, I had it on on my secondary TV, so I had it on and I was watching it here and there. Um, from what I've saw, from what I saw and read, right, great show. Um, uh, 
escape the cage. Uh, escape the cage match. Um, Mariah May, of course, I think she's the top star. Lover, lover, lover. Uh, next big thing over there in AEW. I want to. I want to kind of sit back and watch her match, and then I want to see you know Yuji Nagata and Daniel Bryanson. Um, oh, Ryan Danielson, Eddie, yeah. Brian Danielson and Eddie Kingston, all them. So, you know, I'm gonna once we get done with this podcast, I'm probably gonna put it on and uh try to catch up with that tonight. Oh, dude, absolutely, absolutely. I need to do I need to do that as well because apparently, um, we got a big uh direction, um, or we got a big uh progress in the uh Samoa Joe uh hangman and swerve storyline in regards to the dealer's choice. Oh, yeah. I'm, so we'll briefly discuss that if we can find some time. Um, well, what about uh, Ring of Honor and um, New Japan? I figured, um, are you caught up on that yet? Uh, yeah, for the most part, though. Um, I can do a little quick recap of all that. Yeah, let's, let's do that because um, the big things we're going to do today, obviously Cody and Roman too. Um, we're going to react to Vince McMahon because we were supposed to do that on Friday. But, of course, I had something come up that I needed to take care of. Uh, things are settling down now. And then, um, you know, um, if we got some time, instead of hot takes or, I mean, hot shot questions, we're going to do uh, we're gonna do our AEW fantasy draft again with the current uh, roster of AEW. So, brother, with that being said, the floor is yours. So, no, nothing really too, too big on the Ring of Honor front. Um I know right now they're still trying to get into that uh, TV women's champion. So there's a lot of uh, storyline uh, women for that. Um, you got right. Ty- Taya Valkyrie, Rachel Ellering, uh, Renegade Twins, Layla Hirsch. Mm-hmm. That's all a big part of it. Um, you know, I think um, another, another big thing, Nia Jax has kind of gone down to Ring of Honor. Um, I really? Really? Yeah, I, I don't know if you caught anything. Uh, they did a little promo with Athena last week, I believe. I just caught it where Nia Jax attacked her um, in her little. So she 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 has a training center too up in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um, so they did a little um, you know a little promo slash uh, vignette where Nia Jax attacked her or not? Excuse me, Nia Jax. Um, not Nia Jax. Um, what's her face? Nyla Rose. Attack. Nyla Rose, gotcha. Yeah. I was like Nia Jax. Yeah, yeah, I was like, oh. say almost same first name. So got me. Um, Nyla Rose attacked her, beat her up. She's gonna probably be the next big threat for Athena. Um, mm-hmm. and then they did a little, did a little thing on a Ring of Honor where she's the new uh, minion overlord, and she's talking to, um, Lexi Nair, and she's talking to Billy Starks about how that, you know, they need to follow her around. So right, probably the next big thing right there for um, Ring of Honor. Of course, Eddie Kingston is the tri- the you know, triple crown champion. He's defending his belt. He defended it against Willie Mack, uh, you know, last night on collision. So he's doing this thing. I think Ring of Honor is definitely pushing more of that women's division. That's good. So, you know, we'll see more of that. I, I think that's going to be a, that's going to be the next thing to watch. I haven't heard anything. I do have heard that they're going to run their next pay-per-view uh, WrestleMania weekend in Philadelphia. So I'm, I'm guessing they're going to probably start their women's, uh, women's tournament here soon. And that's where they're going to end it and crown their new uh, champion there. So their, their new women's television champion. Yeah. Gotcha. So hopefully, you know, we get we 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 see a little bit coming up, and um, you know, more info when that comes in. Um, for the new Japan side, you know, we're kind of leading up right now into that new beginning in uh, Sapporo. 
Mm-hmm. Um, of course, Wrestle Kingdom, great card. Um, with all that, I talked about that earlier. The next day they had um, New Year's Dash. You know, it, it's a lot of lot of uh, tag team, triple team matches. Um, it's kind of like the start. And um, now we're going into New Beginning. Um, right. They've, they've ran their tour all this time so far uh, for these last couple of weeks. Nothing crazy big happened. Biggest thing, of course, Tamatanga losing his never open weight championship to Evil um, last week. That that was their that was their last kind of tour until the big right. uh, one coming up next week. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, he didn't resign uh, with New Japan. He's a free agent now, so he lost the belt to Evil. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Okada gave up his uh, six man never open weight championship because. Of course, now he's a free agent as well. We'll figure big out. Story. Big story. Big story. Big story. We'll, we'll we'll see where he lands. Um, personally, I think he's going to AEW. All signs Which point going to AEW. But yeah, all signs point where he's going to AEW. I think that's the best fit for him. Um, I think the better matchups, the bigger matchups, are AEW. So we'll see what that happens. Um, and of course, coming up in two weeks on the eleventh, that's their. That's going to be that big United Empire match versus Bullet Club War Dogs. That is Will Ospreay's last match. It's so that's going to be a good little um, faction rivalry steel cage match. Ooh. That one's going to be nice and bloody. Uh, Can't wait for that. (laughs) Yeah. You know, um, what what else? What else? We had that um, the Battle of the Valley last week. I believe. Oh, I know where you're going with this. I think I know where you're going with this. The big story, which I'll respond to here in a minute. Which one? Because there's there's a couple of stories coming out of that one. Jack Perry. We had Jack Perry, the scapegoat, came out. So you know, I want I, I you know again, I don't know if he's still under AEW contract. Um, if he is, you know, excellent job at blurring the lines and kind of you know make me second guess everything. It's not cookie cutter you predictable um we'll see him of course you know do his feud with the juniors uh eddie kingston you know great match with the war dogs uh mm-hmm. o- of course okada will uh osprey another five-star match and then if you get a chance coming up um on the new japan show on access mm-hmm. they're gonna start showing those match they're gonna start showing those matches John Moxley versus uh, Shinge. What a match. That Shinge to uh, Tagagi and Moxley in a no DQ match. Five, really? five star hardcore match. It was awesome. Fuck. Um, so, you know, like I said, they had great cards. Um, you know, coming up again, we got the big three matches in that new, in that new beginning. Um, you got new beginning in Osaka, the Will Ospreay. Uh, United Empire versus the Bullet Club War Dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, you got that one coming up on the 11th. On the 23rd and 24th, you got it in Sapporo. That's kind of like their main new beginning card right there. Mm-hmm. Um, on the first day, you're going to have David Finley versus Nick Namath. Uh, you know, oh, F- FKA uh, Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. So, you know, that's the main event that first day for the Global Heavyweight Championship. And then on the second day, uh, NATO versus Sonata in a rematch for that IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. Um, 
no, no, that's so that's the next big thing coming up for New Japan. Uh, interesting to see what's gonna happen now that you got two really big stars leaving that company. We're gonna see what uh, young boys can actually, you know, pick up that slack now once they're gone. I mean, I think Yuta's great, they have a lot of young talent. Um, so I, we're gonna, now gonna see, hopefully, again, though, we have um, we have we, you know. Okada signs with AEW, and you might see him again, you know, sporadically in New Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, again, so you know, that's that's what's coming up for uh, New Japan. Of course, after that new beginning, then we get into the the New Japan Cup mm-hmm. and, and and best of Super Juniors, which you know, right now, from now, really until the fall, we get the big tournaments um, right. from New Japan. So you're gonna have the New Japan Cup. Which is you know like thirty guys, hmm. and it's just a it's just a tournament. Win, winner advances. Winner wow. becomes a New Japan Cup winner. You're gonna get the best of the Super Juniors, which is like a G1 classic for the Super Juniors. Mm-hmm. And then of course, then starting in August, you're gonna get your G1 climax. You're gonna have that G1 tournament. So you know if you're a tournament person, this is the time. I am. This is the this is the time to start watching. Uh, New Japan. Fuck. Uh, that sounds like a lot of good shit. And correct correct me if I heard wrong, but did you say that New Japan has a partnership with Access? So so New Japan, um, so if you have Access TV, you can watch TNA 7 o'clock on Thursdays. Uh-huh. They, go, they go 7 to 9, and then from 9 to 10, you get the New Japan show. Um, and what the New Japan show usually does, it shows their pay-per-views or their shows from a couple of weeks ago. So for the past three weeks, they showed all the big matches from Wrestle Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it just, it ended, I think, last week with the Sonata versus um, Sonata versus NATO match. So mm-hmm. now I'm pretty sure they're going to go and show their um, Battle in the Valley matches. Um, right. We might get New, Year, New Year's Dash matches, so we might get uh, Brian da- uh, Danner, Brian, uh, Brian Danielson, Mox, <laughs> Nokata. Um, you might get those matches um, in there, and then they'll probably show the Battle of the Valley. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, um, once again, as always, dude, great, great fucking job. Like that is why you are our resident. ROH and New Japan corresponding because I got to tell you, I mean, with everything that's going on right now, of course, I'll always watch AEW. Granted, um, it's on a bit of a minor cold streak right now, which we'll get into another day, probably maybe next week uh, for episode six. But um, with everything going on in AEW and then, of course, WWE, you know, I mean, and with everything, you know, we both got going on in our lives. Like me personally, I don't necessarily have time. And plus, when it comes to Ring of Honor, I don't necessarily want to pay 10 fucking bucks. <laughs> you, you, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So it's, it's, it's ridiculous. I, I get it. Tony is trying to rebuild Ring of Honor. Good for him. But like when Ring of Honor gets a TV deal, then we'll then we have a different conversation. But, you know, right now, you know, so 
as always, excellent job. But before we get into the main things today, you know, which are obviously the big three, because normally we kind of go a little all over the place, which is fine. That's what the whole point of Wrestle Empire is. So um, before we get to that, um, I want to respond to Je- the Jack Perry storyline. And then I want to hear your thoughts on it real quick. And then we'll begin the the main um, events for today for episode five. So here's what I'm thinking when it comes to Jack Perry. And, you know, I'm wondering if this is what you're thinking. So with the start of the new AEW year, I wonder if he's going to make his official, official AEW return at Forbidden Door this year. Do you, do you think so? He could. He could. Um, you know, I honestly think he'll probably come a little bit sooner. Mm-hmm. Um, just because if he's still signed, well, that's if he's still signed with AEW. I personally think he is. I think this is just a good kind of, you know, talk about moment. Yeah. And then let him, and then let him work it out. I, I want to say this, this is for me, I'm, I'm treating this like an excursion for him which right. um if you if you kind of know the young the young lion system for new japan you know whenever you're in the dojo training and you first get out of that dojo right they, they send you to you know around the world to kind of hone your still skills learn you know new you know styles of wrestling right um, i think this is what they're, i think they're doing this to kind of get him into that you know, different style and kind of create a buzz. So then when he comes back, it's going to be a big deal. I, yes. I, I think, you know, he's been suspended for what, four months now? Well, since, since yeah. all in, since all since, in in London. So we'll say August, so September, October, November, December, January, Feb. We're looking at five to six months that he's been suspended already. You know, right. I think if he came back, you don't, we don't know what role he fits in. We obviously know that he's going to get, well, you know what? At this point, he might get cheered for being the one who got rid of CM Punk. Hmm. So, you know, I think you you get a buzz. He obviously is going to that scapegoat hill route. That he's gonna be, you know, he's gonna be the one who's he's gonna tell everybody, you know, y'all y'all blame me. So, you know, let him get that buzz in New Japan, mm-hmm. and then he can come out and beat up a baby face. And start that program with AEW. Yeah. No, I, I can see it. Um, another thing that I was hearing, um, I think JD and Jesse uh, were talking about this on Off the Script a couple of weeks ago uh, when they were briefly talking about Jack Perry returning to New Japan. And uh, this will be the last thing I'll say on the matter for now. Um, you know, just because number one, you know, we need to see where it goes. Um, there's been talks about possibly, um, I guess we now have to call them by their new names. Um, Nicholas and Matthew, you know, Jackson, Mm -hmm. or as we know, love them and know them as the young bucks, wondering if they're going to form a possible new elite with Jack Perry. What do you think about that? You know, that's that's the first time I heard of that. That that doesn't sound like a bad idea. Um, you know, given that we don't know how long Kenny's out for, um, you know, you can add that singles wrestler with them and they kinda can be the 
the scapegoats of AEW, you know, sound, yeah. sound you know, really, really interesting. That that could work. Um, I can see him going that route. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? And I can also, you know, just given off that he did, um, that that he did attack, you know, Shada Uno, who mm-hmm. has a relationship with BCC. I could see him starting a feud with Mox and you know. Claudio and Brian, Claudio, Brian and Yuta, you know, and maybe going that route too, where you know he's going to get booed if he fights them, um, right. you know, and I, maybe he does join the 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 Bucks and makes a new elite, and then that's their next feud with the BCC. Um, so basically, so basically, kind of like the elite BCC feud, but this time it's um, the quote unquote new elite. I don't know what they're possible group name is going to be but where they're the bad guys and bcc is the good guys right? yeah yep it, you know same feud but a, a different view which makes it interesting still because it's not the same old you know rematch after rematch you're gonna have you know a different twist to it which you know would it would be stuff that people would want to watch yeah yeah the story behind it just just fits it perfectly and, you know, as long as they don't steal our idea for Anarchy in the Arena 3 in Vegas in May, then I'm perfectly fine with it. Look, you know, Tony Khan, Matthew Nicholas, if you listen to this podcast and you want to take that idea, hook it up with some tickets first. Then take <laughs> yeah. all you want. Oh, yeah. No, no kidding. One day. One day. We're going <laughs> to get there. We're going to get there. And then... You know, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna, I'm, we're trying really hard to make shit happen. Which, by the way, before we uh, close for today, which obviously we're not there yet, um, I got some even bigger news for you. So, yeah, um, I'll say this as well, real quick. Um, have you, let me ask you a quick AEW question. Have you heard anything on Max's status? Because obviously he hasn't been heard from or seen since World's End. Um, you know, I guess from going around with the talks was that he, you know, he might need surgery. I don't know if he had it yet or if he is going to get it. Um, you know, he's not needed. I'll be honest with you. Um, Mm. let him rest up like they rest up Kenny for all that time. You know, let him get healed up. That way, you know, we don't push him back too early and, um, cause another injury that he's out for even longer. You know, yeah. I personally believe that he's locked up, you know, mm-hmm. for another couple of years. So I'm not really worried about him showing up in, you know, WWE. I, I wasn't worried about him coming out number 31 in the Rumble. Um, <laughs> you know, so I, I, you know what? Let him rest up. Yeah. Um, I there, there, there's people. If he's out for a year and a half, there's people they can wear that belt. You know, Samoa Joe, great run so far. Oh um, yeah. You know, you put it back on Hangman, he can do great. You put it on Swerve, he can do great. You can put it on, you know, just about really Adam Cole when he comes back in a couple of months. You know, you can put it on different wrestlers where he can take his time and rehab and come back 100% where he's still going to be hot. Yeah. Um, no matter who he faces. So, you know, you know, I from what I've heard, it, it, it was his shoulder. You know, it was his back. Uh, 
it was just a lot of problems. I think the same thing with Kenny, where Kenny had shoulder, he had a hernia, he had vertigo, um, where, you know, they just, he, he was just, they were always on the go. So yeah, I think this rest is definitely going to help him out. Oh so yeah. Definitely uh, elongate his career. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and, you know, Tony Khan does a great thing about not, you know, not pressuring him to come back. I think he knows that he has a great squad. Um, they can, they, they can, they can, uh, you know, carry that torch and carry that ball. No, no matter what happens, if he's he's out, Will Osprey is coming in. You know, oh, yeah. guy. If Okada signs with them, another guy. You know what? You put the belt belt on Okada the first day he comes in, and you know what? That's a big deal. He's one of the, you know, uh, on Osprey's first day, he can win the belt. That's a big deal. Um, it is. You know yeah, these guys. Th- these guys are day one belt ready to go. So I think there there is going to be time for him to relax and and recoup and recover. So absolutely. Uh, and he, he's earned it. He's had, he out of anybody is probably, I'm not sure if we said this on episode three or I think it was episode four or our previous one where we did our end of the year awards. Correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe we'll have to go back and listen to it, but um, no, Max absolutely deserves it. And when he comes back, He's going to get a massive fucking pop. And you know he's going to be out for vengeance against Adam Cole. Period. Oh, yeah. That's, that's going to be great. So, Max, we hope you're resting well. You know, you, you earned it. And, you know, from two of your biggest supporters here at Wrestle Empire, we hope you're enjoying your rest. You know, relax. You deserve it. And we're looking forward to you when you come back. You know? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So with that being said, um, let's get into it. Um, that was a nice little catch up on everything else. Um, before we get to Cody and Roman two, um, we obviously need to start this off um, reacting to uh, the Vince McMahon situation. Um, we're not going to get into like the very, very gory details um, at Plus, I already addressed a little bit of it on Thursday night of State of the Real Union. But, um, brother, I want to ask you, um, and I'm going to let you start off again. Um, what are your thoughts um, on this whole ugly situation? Which, by the way, thank the good fucking Lord he's out of WWE forever. And he's he's a sick bastard. Um, It's not, it's not, um, what, what can I say? It's not a... Uh surprising um that this happened given just the stories you kind of hear from you know what he what he's done um not surprising but shocking about the allegations um that were were that were uh you know detailed in that lawsuit yeah you know i was uh being 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 off this week i actually got to sit down and read that 70 or that 67 page uh, lawsuit and everything that was stated out and you know if, if that stuff is true um, if those text messages are true which they uh, probably are that looks pretty fucking which real yeah again you know not 90% probably that stuff did happen you know I'm you, you know um, yeah. you know it's just disgusting and it, it, it does bring a black cloud 
to the sport of professional wrestling. And yes. I'm glad that, you know, he resigned that fast and he didn't draw it out. Um, but like grumblings on the internet said, do you, do I think he still has a hand in WWE right now as we speak? I think he does. You still have his old guard in there. So I'm sure that they are in that position where they can make things happen. Right. Um, like, like a Bruce Pritchard, Ronda Rousey, you know, made yeah. a good point about that and her tweet, like, you like know, Bruce um, and I, I agree with everybody. And I'll say that here that I think that TKO Endeavor need to get rid of everybody and, yes. start, and start fresh. Um, everybody except for Paul, everybody except for Paul, Paul, who, Paul, who, Paul, Paul, the best. No, I get rid of him. I would get rid of him too. What? I would get rid. I would get rid of Eric. The only person I would keep would be Nick Khan, probably. Okay, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, that is like your literally first hot take of the day. Why? Why Triple H? I. You know what? By by reading that law, by reading that lawsuit and putting two, just kind of looking at some of those words, you know, I honestly think that he probably knows more than he's leading on to. Um, and my personal take, he came off so bad yesterday at that press conference. He really? just, it, he just speaks guilty to me. Uh, that is just my personal opinion. You know, you don't, don't get hit with those questions and just start talking about, I want to talk about this week and how great it is. Um, you know, if you're if you don't want to speak on it, then I can't talk about it um, as that's under lawsuit. You know he is part of that lawsuit by the WWE because she is suing Vince, she is suing John, and she's suing WWE as a whole. He's part mm -hmm. of WWE. He was in. He was in. Uh, a promising position when this happened. Right. So, you know, I think that TKO, I think that his lawyers, I think his PR team did him a disservice yesterday by not letting him be prepared. Um, I agree with the outrage that the internet is speaking on him mm -hmm. last night and today because I felt the same way. Um, you know, you for a hey, first of all, he had a day from when it from all this dropped. He had well, he had longer. He had Thursday, Friday, and then Saturday to come up with a legit answer. If that was, if I was in that position, I am talking to my lawyers. I'm talking to my PR team. I'm coming up with a good statement. Other than, I don't want to talk about the negativity. Let's talk about the great week we had at the Rumble. Hmm. You you, you 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 know you're coming off as the WWE culture of ah we don't care it is what it is that's what he did that's fine you know I think they, they, he could have done a better job at that um you know being in a top position for that long mm -hmm. and being that you know son-in-law you yeah. can't and you can't tell me that he didn't know a or have hunches of stuff that was going on. If you read that lawsuit, people knew who she was before they knew who she was. Um, you know, it wasn't Vince like was trying to hide it. He was showing off pictures of the boys, you know, in his clubs. You know, 
Yeah. Just like, just like any corporation, you hear things. You don't, I, you know, you hear things. You don't, you might not know who they are, but right. I guarantee you can hear those stories. I'm pretty sure that he heard stories. Um, you know, I'm not going to go into, you know, you know, just by reading, reading it. I've read other people's takes on it, you know, mm-hmm. talking about how in the lawsuit she meant, she met, mentions an executive uh, and, you know, an executive officer who works on the fourth floor that's part of, who's a part of creative. Oh! Guess who works on the f- fourth floor? Guess who's part of creative at that time? Guess who was in those, in into those meetings? There was Triple. only three people. There was only three people. Triple H. Triple H, Stephanie, and Vince. So, oh. you know, um, you know, if, if, if she, if, if, if we're taking her word for it, and like I said, we're going to let, uh, you know, uh, a, a, you know, jury decide that of our yeah. peers, mm-hmm. you know, but if, if you're taking her word for it, that really does sound like him. You know what? And you know what? He's, he, they're not doing anything to stop that culture in WWE. You know, I think mm-hmm. now for Endeavor would be the best time just to, clean a clean slate sorry guys here's a severance package we thank you for your time we're gonna start new because you're always gonna have that black cloud over it as long as all those old people are there you know right um you know it it it, it is kind of like you know what i can go off of base and off kind of thing again for me it's kind of you, you when you start now in retrospect you kind of think well why did right. stephanie quit the company when vince came back you know, after the after those first allegations happened, maybe mm. she, maybe she had it. Maybe she kind of knew what was going on, and then she heard what really would happen. And now I'm like, I gotta get out of here. I'm I'm done. And you haven't heard from her. You know, it's stuff like that. Um, you know, if I'm T, if I'm Ari, and I'm TKO Endeavor. I'm firing everybody, so you know, Paul included, because again. He's not part of the solution. He was part of the problem. He was that up in that in that executive spot. They let mm-hmm. that culture run rampant in WWE. Right, right. Um, first of all, um, I didn't really think of that. I was watching a little bit of the Royal Rumble uh, press conference this morning while I was getting ready for work, of course. Um, and I didn't really think about that until you mentioned that. So I'm going to have to go back when we're done tonight and really, really watch, uh, Triple H's part again. Um, let me say this, um, and then we'll continue the conversation. Well, um, be- before that, before that, yeah. another yeah, no, thing, he's, another thing that he said when they asked him, if you read that lawsuit, he said, I have not. So again, for me, you're telling me that you're part of this lawsuit by being an being an executive in WWE, and as your father-in-law, you're not going to think about. Let me see what's going on here. You know, I think that too kind of just clicks as you you're letting it slide. You're kind of just you know shoving it to the side and hiding it right. instead of dealing with that problem. Again, you don't look like a leader in that. Now you look like a guilty party. Ooh. Which for oh. me, 
I'm sitting back. You know what? Now he's like, you know, now he's guilty by association. By association, he's just guilty because of the way he talked. People are, you know, you when you have when you have journalists and you have you know hot takes like myself, and you have you know professionals, PR professionals, lawyer professionals saying, "Man, that looked bad yesterday." Mm-hmm. You know what? He probably he's done more damage by doing that than anything. He's always going to be guilty now, even if all this stuff that this uh, the the Miss Grant is saying is false. Mm-hmm. He's always going to look in the bad light. You know, right. there's going to be that inkling in the back saying, "Dude, he probably knew whether he did or not." You know, right? Um, and like I said, I you know. At this point, for me, if WWE, if you want to see that, if you want to get rid of that, then you got to just get the whole whole people and start fresh. Yeah. No, and that'll be very interesting to see. I'll have to really, uh, you know, pay more closer attention to that. Um, let me say this. Um, first of all, um, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and say that I disagree with you because, you know, there's always that point. Um, Second of all, um, if Triple H did, or if Paul knew what was going on, because, I mean, look, a lot of the people in the IWC, they're literally, like JD was even saying, you know, um, because Stephanie, Nick, and Paul all voted no um, when Vince got all his yes men back into the board of directors. Stephanie, Paul, and Nick Khan, they were all the ones who said no. So what, and look, I addressed this uh, very heavily on Thursday night. Um, And my thought process on this is, Look, maybe he did know, but one thing to take into consideration, if this is true, again, what what Janelle Grant went through was absolutely horrifying. Absolutely horrifying. And, um, you know, it, it caused her a lot of PTSD. But this is what I'm wondering when it comes to Paul and... Stephanie, and then Nick Khan, of course. Which, by the way, shout out to Nick Khan. You know, it is a good time to be a person with the last name Khan. What I'm wondering, however, and then I'll pass it over to you for a response. Um, what if Paul wanted to do something about it, but because at the time, um, you know, Vince, because if I'm not mistaken, during that time, Vince was heavily in power because um, that was in 2020. Am I am I correct on that? Yeah, I think it was like not 2019, 2021. Yeah, and that was when Vince had a hundred percent control. You know, he had Johnny Jackass in there. You know, John Laurinaitis, Mister People Power, and then uh, that fat fuck Bruce Pritchard. Um. That's what I'm wondering, and that's the only thing why I'm saying, you know, um, that's one thing to take into consideration. But I'm also hearing what you're saying, and that is also a very, very 
serious possibility, you know, and who knows, maybe Ari told Paul when he went out there to do the uh, Royal Rumble press conference last night, you know, maybe he advised him to not really talk about it, you know, because they're trying to handle it in house, you know, I mean, again, your points are absolutely valid, and I'm going to, and me, for my opinion on the situation regarding that, I'm going to take all things into consideration. But I'm just saying, you know, it would be a little difficult in a culture ran by your father-in-law where, you know, it has a bunch of his fucking cronies. You know what I mean? I, I do, but at the end of the day, he was still a higher up then his crone, then then Vince's friends, yeah. So you know, um, and I get it. And, and and the reality is, whenever this first happened, they did vote for Vince to leave, mm-hmm. but they all also voted for him to come back. Well, yeah. I'm not. If I'm not mistaken, Paul and. Nick Khan still voted no. Am I am I right? No, they, I think they, they I think they all unanimously voted yes for him to come okay. back. But I think it was more of him to come. They had to do that for the shareholders, so you don't look like it's a fight. But I want to say from what everybody's saying is that they all voted yes the first time for him to 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 step down. But then mm. whenever he pushed his way back in, they all voted yes for him to come back. That's why I think you get Stephanie quit the company right and then you see triple h get demoted down to just creative yeah but they, i think they, they all still voted as in as yes for him to come back yeah because i think so, they, they they knew that he had the power they couldn't stop him so they voted yes for him to come back because they there's nothing they could do but when in light of this now, it does look bad. Like, you know, I think if they would have known it, it was this bad, or they did know that this was going to come out eventually, mm-hmm. then I, you know what, they maybe they would have voted no, just to be like, you know what, we're going to still say that we don't want you back. Yeah. Hindsight yeah. twenty twenty. Hindsight twenty twenty. Um, but yeah, I think you do. Um, I think you know it would be best probably for them just to clean house and start fresh. Let them hire some new creative people. Let them hire some new um, touring. I mean, I don't know how far you go. I think probably I think Triple H maybe, depending maybe Paul Heyman might might get rid of him too just because I don't know how deep he goes with Vince and Brock. Mm -hmm. Um. But I do think those higher ups in that old regime probably need to go. Yeah, Even, yeah, fresh, you know, fresh start. You know, don't don't know how much. You know, and again, there's always three sides to every story. There's gonna be a side, their side, the other person's side, and then the real truth. And it's always kind of muddied around the middle. It, yeah, um, but given that this is what his like his third or fourth sexual assault mm-hmm. you know you know me too spoke about i'm mm-hmm. leaning towards more that most of this has probably really happened yeah i'm 
And that's that's exactly what I'm thinking because look, the fact that Janelle Grant submitted those text messages and he mentioned and Vince mentioned Johnny or yeah, John Johnny being John Laurinaitis, you know, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure ninety-five percent of all of this is true. And what mm. Janelle Grant went through was very horrifying. Let me get to the Brock Lesnar thing real quick. Um, and again, we're not going to take too long, but this is something that we needed to respond to, react to. Um, the fact, look, Vince McMahon, at this point, with this whole situation, he fucking tarnished his legacy by this situation right here because of how fucking sick in the head he is. But the fact that he was passing around, you know, showing naked photos and naked videos of Janelle Grant, you know, and then basically pimping her out like a fucking prostitute with, you know, the WWE superstar, you know, being, I'm pretty sure it's Brock Lesnar. The only other person I could think of is um, Matt Riddle. And, you know, I don't know if Matt Riddle was a world champion in uh, UFC or mixed martial nah. arts. No, nah, he um, was. He may, maybe in the smaller scale, but he was nothing in the UFC. So so it was obviously Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, the timeline fits of when he came back. Um, when, he, when he walked out, when Vince, quote unquote, retired the first yeah. time. You know, yeah, that... The, 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 you know, it happened between March of 2020. And I want to say that that's whenever, you know, he came back for SummerSlam um, mm-hmm. in 2021. Um, it makes sense about fly, about being snowed in and him flying in and it's snowing because he's Minnesota. Um, mm-hmm. All that kind of links for him. I even want to say that, you know, they've already, they haven't really said Brock Lesnar. But people have already done the research, and it, it is him. Like they've already said that Brock Lesnar is the WWE superstar. He's the only UFC WWE, unless you want to say Ronda Rousey was the person, which I highly uh, doubt was. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, yeah. It's not. There's not Matt Riddle. Is it's not him. It, it's definitely Brock Lesnar. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Being a being a UFC and WWE champion, there's only one person. Yeah, that fits the mold. And especially when they said heavyweight champion, former UFC heavyweight champion, there's all, there's definitely only one person for sure, and that absolutely is Brock Lesnar. What really surprises me and what I what I was my point I was getting at is if if the, none of this was true, then you know, we wouldn't see the text messages. But Janelle Grant submitted the text messages, you know, and, you know, when, and again, this is probably for like another um, state of the real union, but, you know, she must have went through some very serious trauma with that, you know, because, and again, I don't want to get into real society shit or much of it. You know, because I already do that enough with State of the Real Union. But I will say this, okay? Um, first of all, Brock Lesnar has been dead fucking silent, which is 
which, you know, he didn't show up to Rumble last night, which is fine because he's going to get booed out the fucking building. And, you know, I don't want to see a sick fuck who's married, you know, um, anywhere near anything. And I'm pretty sure that Rena Lesnar, a.k.a., well, FKA Sable, you know, I'm surprised she hasn't even come out and said anything, which, you know, probably more than likely with all the evidence that is submitted, it's probably fucking true. Number one, you know, and number two, um, it brings about a bigger conversation, which again, addressed all of this on Thursday night during an emergency edition of State of the Real Union. We all have needs in our own ways. But without getting too graphic, like, having needs fulfilled is supposed to be fun. Having our needs fulfilled um, is supposed to be, like, with our significant other. It's supposed to be special and romantic, you know? And then for others, you know, like, let's say people in Austin who come in for South by Southwest, they want to have a little fun. They can do that, you know? But then there's horrifying acts like what Vince did to this poor young woman and, you know, probably others as well. I mean, it really goes, it really makes you think back at some of these segments like the Kiss My Ass Club, the, uh, you know, the old WWF segment where he made Trish bark like a fucking dog, you know? Um, And you know, like I said, and, and, and... The acts that they did in 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 and in themselves are not bad. If they both agreed to it and it was consensual, by all means, drop a deuce in her hair and let her finish. <laughs> you know, if it's consensual. But yes. I, but when we get into the grooming and the ownership and you know, basically, you know being into that into that slave and entrapment where you know what she is stuck in that situation because of what she's gone through yes that's when you know it turns into non-consensual um crimes because you know what again if you're the kind of person who gets off on you know defecating in somebody's hair and they you like it and you know, the other person likes right. it and you're in that threesome and you know what, everybody agrees to it, by all means, go live your life. There's nothing wrong with that. But I think when you trap a young girl like that and you know what, she has no choice but to do it because she knows that, you know what, I can't get out of the situation, that's criminal. Yes, that's, that's when it's That's when it's not right. Absolutely. And... What really breaks my heart about this whole situation, uh, and again, we're not going to spend too much longer on this because we still got to carry on, but what really breaks my heart about this as well is this poor young woman almost lost everything. You know, she was caring for her parents before they passed away. And, you know, she lost her house. Um, You know, she was just going through a really hard time. And, you know, sick, perverted freaks like Vince McMahon, you know, preyed on that. And, you know, it's just, it's very disgusting. And 
what also disgusts me, number one, and that's why I cold-heartedly believe that 95 to 98% of this, what has happened, is absolutely true. And there are people out there, you know, who say, oh, she's speaking out of her ass, you know, blah, 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 blah. Which, first of all, no, she's not. There's evidence that this actually happened. You know, if Janelle didn't submit those screenshots, then, you know, maybe that's a different conversation because there's all, like you said yourself, and I'm not sitting here saying, you know, um, what, what people go through like this because, brother, I'll be honest with you, and I even said this on Thursday night. At one point, I was a victim of that, but I'm not going to get into the story because not that's neither here nor there. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is, number one, you're right. There's always three sides to the story. There's one person's side. There's the other person's side. There's the truth. And right now, unless there is evidence to the contrary, with the evidence that Janelle Grant submitted, she's 100% right that this happened. And my heart goes out to her, you know. And what's really stupid as well is Vince basically thought money could make it go away. He thought he could pay off Janelle Grant for, you know, to make this shit go away. But then he stopped the payments. So if anything, this is kind of a karma is a bitch moment, you know? Totally agree. Um, you know, I don't think she, she should have signed the NDA in the first place. No. Um, but, you know, being in that situation with her where she probably was manipulated into the fact knowing that, mm-hmm. you know, Vince owned her, she had no choice. Um, and so I understand that. Um, and I understand probably, I don't, I mean, I don't know, know nothing about it. I don't know if she's young. I don't know if she's middle-aged. I heard she was pretty young. Well, she, she, she looks in her young. late 20s, early 30s. She looks, yeah, she looks young like that, you know. Um, you know, coming up, you know, I think at anybody in a situation, being where you're at, where she was at, and then meeting somebody super powerful, that kind of, and, and kind of knowing who Vince is. I mean, he's not your regular 73-year-old guy. You know, mm-hmm. this guy, is, he's jacked up to the juice. He has that energy. He has that loud, you know, boisterous voice where mm-hmm. he comes off as a team and said that he comes off as intimidating, you know, what he told her. Um, yeah. You know, I do think at some point that she probably thought that, man, if I don't sign this that I'm gonna that he's gonna make my life hell and I'm gonna have nothing. So she probably needed the money to do it. Um, right. You know, so you know it, the good thing is that it's coming out finally, you know, um the sad thing is that nothing there's no punishment that can really make it worth it. You know, mm-hmm. let's if he is guilty which he probably he, is. He's lived a great 78 years. Mm-hmm. You know, he made more money than anybody. You know, you're never going to meet anybody. He's probably made more money than he is. He's 
You know, he just sold, he had just sold a, a lot of his stock for almost a billion dollars. You know, he's, he's up there. Right. You know, no amount of punishment, you know, is going to make this, you know, any better. And it's kind of a, it's a travesty that, it you is. know, he's got away for this long, you know, and, you know, I kind of sit back and think too, man, this guy was 70 years old doing this. Just think about whenever he was 60 and 50 and 40, you oh, know, yeah. you, you know, there, you know, there, there's probably more of this that nobody really saw. I don't think this was his first time. Um, you know, so I, I think, right. you know, you know, I think, you know, the karma is definitely going to come back and get him. Um, yes. You know, he'll definitely be probably, you know, greeting uh, Chris Benoit when that, whenever he, uh, you know, leaves this earth for sure. Yeah. You know, he, 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 ain't, he ain't going upstairs. I can tell you that much. No, um, no. You know, I think, you know, I, I think at this point, you know, you know, the, the best way to get him back. And I hate to say it is, is, you know what, wiping him completely off of WWE and wiping mm-hmm. everybody who was with them and knew, a, knew a little bit about this, you know, um, yeah. unfortunately you're never going to get that black cloud off of the WWE. Um, you're always going to have the W there are WWE fanboys who, you know, are saying that he's innocent and saying that, you know, she's a uh, of course you're, you're going to get those trolls. Um, of course. It just a, it's it's a it's a it's a dark spot for the E. Um, yes, it is. I, you know what? I don't. You know, and no matter how much bleach and cleaning they do and PR they do to cleanse this, you're, you're always going to have a, a spot on there. There's always gonna be people who are going to remember. You know what? You I, like for me, I'll still watch the product. It's because it's been a part of my life. You know, since I was born. Um, but you know, you just in the back of my mind, I'm always gonna know that that this is what they this is what the kind of culture that this company did to innocent. Well, I'm not gonna say this is the culture that they did to you know to women, the predatory. Yeah. You know, it like they said, it was a everybody knows that it was a big fraternity club. It was a yes. junk club. This is locker room talk. This is kind of the the society that they lived in, what they, they had the money that they could get away with a bunch of this stuff. You know what, if events worked at the local mall as a manager there, you know what, this w- would have ended a long time ago. He would have been in jail already. So yeah, kind of makes you think that, that that money allowed him to get like this. Yeah, no. And, and that's and ruin and ruin the biggest sports entertainment promotion ever. Yeah. It did. It did. Absolutely. And, you know, um, it really just goes to make you think, um, you know, just about the what's more important in this society, you know, and the le- a couple more things on this and then we'll move forward because we still got to keep this show on the road. Um The other thing that disturbs me the most about this, um, in the case of John Laurinaitis, is that Kathy Kathy Garcia Laurinaitis, you know, who is the mom of Nikki and Brie Bella, well, formerly Nikki and Brie Bella, but like 
you know, Brie, um, you know, Nicole Garcia, and I don't know Artem's last name, but I, you know, and then Brie Bella Danielson, and then JJ, you know, Kathy was terminally, or she was very sick. I'm not sure what it was. She had cancer or whatever, but the fact that John Laurinaitis was out doing this shit while Kathy was at home sick is absolutely disgusting. And, you know, by no means, I don't feel any sympathy for Vince, John, or Brock. I feel absolutely no sympathy, you know, for anyone who, you know, was listening to Vince. I do, however, feel sympathy for Rena Lesnar, uh, their daughter, and then, of course, you know, Kathy, uh, Nicole, Brianna, and JJ, you know, because now they're being dragged into the dark cloud of, you know, what was going on with these three men, you know, what they were doing in the dark. Because as the old saying goes, what goes on in the dark will be brought to the light, you know? Alan? Sorry. No, you're good. I, I pressed mute. I pressed mute my microphone on accident. Um, oh, no, you're good. No, I, you're I, good. Did you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I did. Um, you know, I agree okay, with you. I have no sympathy for them three either. Um, and really, truly feel bad for, you know, their families having to come and, and hear this now. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I don't, you know, um, I, I I don't know how much they knew beforehand. Um but they do know if a any, lot more. But now. they do know a lot more now. So we'll we'll definitely see um, what happens. You know what? I'm I, I'm not going to be surprised if we see a couple of uh, divorce papers getting thrown across the uh, the table here um, when this is all said and done. Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. What I what I'm interested in seeing is um, I'm interested to see if uh, Nicole and Brianna will react to this on their podcast. I'm actually going to maybe listen to that. I'm actually kind of interested to see if they made a statement on this. Um, So I'm going to keep an eye out on that. But the last thing I'll say, and then we'll move on, and then I'll pass it to you, is, you know, people making making fun of this situation because – I was listening to, um, you know, Jim Cornette and Brian Last, um, you know, on the Jim Cornette's drive-thru, or I think it was the Jim Cornette experience. I don't know. They both do both of those podcasts. But, you know, they were fucking laughing about this. Now, don't get me wrong. I still like Jim Cornette and Brian Last, but I kind of lost some respect for them, Um, you know, with them laughing about this. Because, like, this is like someone going through traumatic shit like this is not funny. You know, like there's one thing to make light of like, you know, um, I don't know, like stupid shit going on in the world, but it's a completely different thing when, you know, someone like Janelle Grant went through this very horrifying traumatic event, you know, and I just, I just don't, I, I don't know what the fuck happened with this world, you know? So I'll pass it to you for response, and then we'll move on to the main events, and then, of course, our fantasy draft. So 
The floor is yours on the final take of this. You know, with, uh, just to piggyback off of you, I think in society now where you can speak how you truly feel behind a glass, you know, computer, mm-hmm. speaking out to the world, um, you do you do get that sense of keyboard awareness, um, mm-hmm. knowing that, you know what, if I really want to talk right now about anybody I want to, there's nothing that you can do about it. You do get a mm-hmm. sense of, you know, I'm, you know, I'm a macho guy. I'm a macho girl. Um, right. You know, like Mike Tyson said, everybody, everybody has a plan to get punched in the face. You know what? Mm-hmm. Everybody can talk their stuff until they get punched in the face. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a proponent of talk shit, get hit. You know what? If right. if I didn't think this society was so scared yet so tough, um, you know what? There are people who need to get punched. Yeah, I would be the one to give to them if I knew that they were going to sue afterwards. Um, mm-hmm. Because nobody in this society can take um, responsibility for their actions anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, no, and no, it is can't. no, definitely a, a sad, a sad, you know, place that we live in, where you know you can sit back and make fun of these allegations. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what? Speaking about, you know, and just like speaking about allegations like this and this whole thing, you know what? You really can't, you know, the only thing that I've seen that honestly made me laugh in this whole situation are just comments that trip from Triple H yesterday. You know what? Saying, and it's not even about the case, you know, it was saying, you know, just, hey, Outside of saying you're a liar and you hate Vince, this is the worst thing you can say. I laugh. Of course, it has nothing to do with her and the trauma she went through. It's stuff like that that I can see people having to chuckle. You know what? Dave Meltzer saying, you know, telling telling everybody um, the last that you know that Paul's kind of lying there. The last time we saw him get this kind of you know mumbled mouth was whenever. Uh, Julie Hart told them that they're going to get their karma after the Montreal screw job. Um, you know, stuff like that got me a chuckle. Nothing to do with the accent itself. Um, right. You know, but yeah, if you're going to sit back and laugh about what, uh, you know, Miss Grant went through, uh, that just shows what kind of person you are. Um, yeah. These events had, you know, these these events are nothing to laugh about. That's you know what? This is some serious stuff that happened it to is. her that, you know, that she has to live with for the rest of her life now. Yes. Um, no, and it's very you know, You know, it, I do, I feel bad for her. You know, my thoughts are with her at this time. It's never easy to come out and say this kind of stuff um, because now she's a headline. Yeah. Now she's a joke to the trolls. Um you know, you don't know what kind of, um, you know, mental capacity. You don't know what kind of, you know, you know, stuff that she's reading. That now that just more on her, the she counsel that she has to go to now. Um, yes. You know what? Yes. 
Do I see Jim Cornette and that other guy laughing about that and joking? I do because that's the kind of people they are. Yeah. You know? They're the they're that old school carny wrestling. Um, yeah. You know, again, would Jim would Jim uh, Cornette say that in front of a wrestler that that's been victimized like this? I guarantee you he does not. No. I guarantee that wrestler would knock him out. Will he mm-hmm. stew? He probably would too, because that's the kind of um, you know that's a that's the kind of response that that social media has allowed people to have. Yeah, especially on X with Elon Musk basically letting trolls run wild. Yeah, it's yeah. it's very sad. And, you know, that's why I started this mission, you know, and with, you know, State of the Real Union. And then, of course, you know, like every time you and I get ready to do a Wrestle Empire episode, um, you know, we always discuss what we want to discuss, you know, and with this being, you know, a much more serious thing, um, you know, this is something that you and I, we needed to discuss, you know, and I'll say this, um, and then we'll move on. Um, a lot of these trolls out there, they can laugh now, but I guarantee you that if this happened to them or someone that they love, they wouldn't be laughing. They would be like off with this son of a bitch's head. They would. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, so it's like double standard hypocrisy. That's that's basically what it is here. And look, I'm all for free speech. Granted, as long as people are not spewing bullshit out of their mouths. But when it comes to shit like this, and I said this like with a passion on Thursday night when I did the emergency episodes in this. You can laugh now, not saying that it's okay, but if this happened to like any one of these motherfuckers out there or one of their loved ones, they wouldn't be laughing. They wouldn't be laughing. And it's just completely hypocritical and double standard-ish, you know, that, you know, this is what our society has come to. And it's fucking sad. You know? So... I'm just saying, and then um, I'll have the I'll let you have the final word, and then let's move on to the main event. You know, let's get back to having some fun. Um, you know, if nobody has anything supportive or nice to say, like they just need to shut the fuck up. You know, they need to shut the fuck up and really think. But this society has their head so far up their ass, and social media does have a part to do with it now. But I'll pass the final word along to you because, you know, whatever whatever you got, that's basically my final words. If nobody has anything nice to say or supportive to say and are decided to have their heads up their ass, then they need to really think about what happened if it happens to them or someone they love and care about. If they don't have anything supportive to say, they need to shut the fuck up. But I'll pass it over to you for the final word on this. My final word... Um... It's just going to be what I uh, said earlier about I think the WWE as a culture needs to get rid of the entire um, regime of Vince, um, including Triple H, including maybe even up to Nick Khan, uh, you know, clean slate. Um, You know, the best thing that I can, the best summation I can give you about my reason is that Janelle Grant says 
multiple executives, at least four, um, who we don't know who they are. Um, and we can't roll out uh, Paula Vest or Nick Kong because right. they're among them. Had knowledge right. of the relationship between her and Vince. And nobody did anything to intervene. Right. Right. Hmm. Yeah, no, well, we'll keep an eye on this. And obviously, when more come out, um, we'll react to it. Um, but no, I think I think we needed to have that conversation because, um, you know, it's a very serious topic and much bigger things at play. So do, do, do you do you feel, though, if found I mean, do you how far do you think that would you go into requesting term uh, terminating or requesting, you know, step downs for the company? As far as like who else knew? Yeah. Like, you know, are you are you going as far as saying, hey, if you if you knew that you need to step down, or are you kind of just saying, hey, if you you have to be found guilty? So Cause, that, well, because because the hard because the hard thing is she's suing right. uh, she's suing two humans, of course, John Laurinaitis and Vince McMahon, but yes. she also is suing the company WWE in itself. So who do you who do you like looking at this lawsuit? Who do you would consist of WWE? Because I want to say that she's like a, I think part of the lawsuit is 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 the WWE superstar, the WWE star, the tech team. Uh, Vince's fan club that he was a part of. So there's I don't, there's multiple people, but WWE as a whole, I think it's included in, in all that. That's a very good question. Um, that's actually a good thing to close this topic with before we move on. Um, so I'm going to do... Um, it, it's based on what we know. Um... I'm going to do it based on what we know. And again, it goes back to my point earlier. Um, because, look, we don't know everything that goes on behind closed doors. Maybe, you know, Paul and Nick, you know, probably knew something and they tried to confront Vince about it behind closed doors. Again, I don't know. I don't want to speculate because we don't we still don't know all the facts. Now, as far as like the tech team or human resources, because wasn't like a human resources, uh, a few human resources people, um, you know, aware of this, weren't they? Um, as far as what, like, are they part of the lawsuit or? Yeah, are they part of the lawsuit? I, I don't know if they are. I well, I think they're part of lawsuit, as in the WWE in itself. So you know, I think the, the I know I know the subjects involved in that lawsuit um, are Vince, John, the tech team because they saw the pictures that the was what is referred to as Vince McMahon's fan club. The, I guess his people who he had group that send those messages. Uh, WWE superstar. Uh, WWE executive number one, WWE executive number two, um, WWE, um, you know, I think, uh, C, uh, I, what I guess like, uh, an officer, 
one, two, and three, and four. So those are all people who 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 are, who are named in that lawsuit. But I think it's just right. WWE as the company itself. Absolutely. Okay. So I guess with that being said, first of all, I want to know exactly who is all on the executive team. And if those names come to light, then I'll make my judgment on them. Now, as far as like, you know, um, the tech team, they got to fucking go. They got to fucking go. And anybody on the board of directors, you know, who are basically Vince McMahon ass kissers, if they knew anything about this, you know, then they got to go. But if they knew something about this, but they were afraid to speak up, because again, at the time, most of the WWE was infected with Vince guys. So I can't necessarily make a judgment on anybody else, at least right now. We need to know all the facts, like every single fact. Who's on the board of directors? Who is every executive in Titan Tower in Stanford, Connecticut, or Sanford, Connecticut. You know, if if Nick Khan or Paul's names come up in this, which again, I'm not saying you're wrong. You could very well be right, but we just don't know, and we can't make a judgment just yet. But if their names come up, depending on what they know, then, you know then maybe they got to go. But as far as like anybody else, like the tech team or whoever these officers are, um, no, the tech team has to go. The tech team has to fucking go. Anybody like if like Bruce Pritchard, I don't know if that fat prick is still employed with WWE, but he's got to go too. But well, but well, why, why would you say that he would have to go if he didn't really have anything to do with it? Well, because he's a Vince guy. He's a Vince guy. But you and, would, but but you would think that if, but then if he if if he's just a Vince guy and he knew that that was happening, he has to go. Then you have to say that you know what? If you are an executive and you knew you need to go too. That's a good point. Okay, Which, I didn't think. Which would include, you know, the top, you know, top three. Yeah, Nick Khan, Paul. Paul and them. Right, okay. So, I'll, I'll close it with this and then we'll move on. Um, I want to know who are all the executives. And I want to see if more facts come out of this case. That's what I want to know. Until, if, if Ari Emanuel wants to fire every single executive who is under the former regime under Vince McMahon or anybody associated with Vince McMahon, fine. But until we know more of the story, that's a little tricky to answer, even for me. But the tag team, as of right now, they got to go. They got to go. So what I'm hoping for, I'm hoping that there's an investigation into this. Because to me, this case is not just any normal, like, oh, we're filing a lawsuit. This case, dude, 
looking at the lawsuit, and I read all the pages of the lawsuit. This this should be an investigation, don't you think? Like a full blown investigation. Like for with like with uh, with federal like cops. At this point, yes. Yeah, I mean, I I think it will be. I think she's just trying to get. I think that she's just trying to get her ducks in a row first. They're going. They're they're going through her challenge just because I guess there was an NDA. She's suing them, and I'm pretty sure once she sues them, then the federal uh, courts will probably drop an indictment on him. And again, what I think is going to end up happening is they're going to see how this goes before they need to figure out if they need to drop a RICO charge and, you know, maybe, you know, do a uh, file uh, um, criminal investigation on a lot of people. Because this not this might just, this is like, again, this is not just events in John Laurinaitis. Because um, there's only three people who are getting sued. Vince, John, and the company. So, you know, depending on how this goes, I, I could definitely see criminal charges being opened up for those two and multiple. For sure. And multiple. Because if, if they are going to say sex, if they are going to say that this was a sexual assault and alleged tra- tra- uh, trafficking, then you can probably go into, okay, well, the company is found liable. So then everybody who knew or everybody who had some kind of, who thought that this was happening is now a part of that charge. And you get yes. a lot more people get into trouble, which makes, which for me, it's like, A, if, if, you know what, if she said that, you know, four executives knew about that mm-hmm. relationship, she was an entry level employee and it was the CEO. Uh, that is, obviously that, that you're not, that's not allowed to begin with. No. So, so those four executives, whoever they are, need to go. Then automatically, and probably need to be uh, arrested along with them as far as federal charges. Um, then you go into, you know what, as the company, you know what, y'all allowed this culture to happen. You didn't say nothing. if you, Because in the lawsuit, she said that she met one of those executives. She never met him before when she, when she introduced he said, "Oh, I know who you are already." Oh, so so what does that tell? That tells you something. Which for me, you know what? If I'm if if this is my company, I'm not dealing with this headache. You're everybody's fired. You know what? I would much rather fire everybody mm-hmm. and put out a put out a thing for. Hey, I need a new creative guy. Let me go talk. It's it's um, it's Ari. You, you don't think he knows good script writers? Because that's what WWE is. It's just yeah. a, it's just the live movie. Then yeah. we'll hire. You know what? You know what? Ari, fire them all today and hire me. I'll do it for like a third of the cost. Right. I can I can get you to Mania with yeah. some storylines. I'll give yeah. you time to go find. You know what? Ten great writers, and we'll go from there. You yeah. know. You know, fire everybody. Hire you, you're he's the guy. He can find himself some good creative team. He can find himself some good PR team. He can find himself some good digital content people. You know what? He could he could probably legit fire everybody right now that is in a corporate role for WWE, and it's still going to succeed because it's the WWE. Absolutely. Uh, no. You know. No, I, no. Go ahead. And it's bad. And like I said, I. You know what? 
I'm, you know, if you are truly innocent, I feel bad, but this is kind of the culture that you're involved in. I feel at anybody's job, if your culture is not what it, it, what they're trying to make it to be, then you are a part of the problem if you don't speak up. You know what? Sometimes, like Daniel Bryan said in firing CM Punk, sometimes the right thing is not the easiest thing, but yeah. you still got to do it, you know? Um, you know, and you kind of just have to know that, man, you know, you're, you, those people, again, have to live with the fact that they let this happen because they didn't speak up. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, um, and as a business standpoint, being the C, the, the, the top guy, for me, it would just re- a lot be easier just to fire everybody and start fresh with a clean slate. Hey, this is Ari's WWE. This is Endeavor's WWE. This is TKO's WWE. We're not... We're not doing this kind of stuff no more. This is not um, a gym bro locker room talk, uh, you know, sexual assault team company. Yeah. This is a legit business. We're here to make money. You know what? Let's start fresh. Yeah. You know? oh, hey, yeah. super, hey, superstars, if you don't like that, leave. Yeah. Go make yourself a name. You know what? You, I, I guarantee you, Tony Khan ain't touching them with the, with the six foot, with the six foot stick. No. Go, go work the indies, dude. You know what? This is what we're doing now. This is, you know, this is this is what we're doing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, absolutely. And Ari seems like a genuine, decent guy. And, you know, um, I'm very interested to see. And, you know, kudos to him for, like, basically playing chess, not checkers with Vince. You know, kudos to him. But, um, and we'll close it with this, and then um, we'll move on to the main event, and then our fantasy draft, and then we'll close. Um, so, um, yes or no, real quick, um, you think there needs to be, like, a full-on, like, RICO investigation? Um, yeah, if, if, um, if, if, the, if, if, and again, I don't know how this is going to play out. Mm-hmm. Um, more than likely, to be honest with you, they're gonna WWE Vince and John are gonna throw a billion dollars at her to not take it to court. Oh, but she's gonna take it to court. Well, again, I was having this conversation with my friend. Do you know what? WWE Vince McMahon, John Laurinaitis, those big companies, they're just gonna play the long game and and put her into bankruptcy because they don't want that they're not going to want that press they're not going to want to they're not going to want people to know that they settled out of court they're going to just going to they're just going to read they're going to ask for a delay and then they're going to make her eat up all her money until she finally gives up because that's what kind of people they are they're yeah. not gonna, they're they don't want this in court they're not they're not going to want to pay a settlement they're going to they're going to they're gonna say let's go to court, and then their high priest lawyers are gonna say let's have let's push it off. And while she has to retain her services and pay money out of her pocket, you know what? At some point, if this goes on for five or ten years, we then, may never get a full on answer. She's just gonna drop her lawsuit and be, and just be done with it. So you know what? I I see it going more that way than anything because. Hopefully not. Hopefully someone there has the decency to be like, yo, if this was really going on, like, yeah. fuck, fuck the cost. Fuck so, the cost. you know, 
the only way I can see anything big happening maybe is if they do they do some federal they do some crime federal crimes on that which I could see her saying you know what she's not going to win this court battle because she has a pay for it I'm gonna let the DA handle this and then they have they go to they go to federal court for that or um, the general attorney or or, the or, general yeah, attorney. or the GA so yeah, you know I think I think that's probably where we're gonna up heading to um, which is unfortunate um, but yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll we'll see how this plays out again. Yeah. If well, for me at this point, I clean slate it. Uh, you, yeah. he he's ruined. He he NWO'd his company. Yes, he did. He, you know, he he wanted to kill his company by injecting NWO in that storyline. Well, he did a good job. You know, killing his company by now having that black mark on it. Yeah. Um It's always gonna be there. So you it know is. what. At the end of the day, it's it's more uh, you know what prayer to the victim, and have and, you know hope she can get through it. I hope she, hopefully she can find something in her life that makes her happy. Um, who you know hopefully she finds that comfort, um, you know because she's out of every, she's the toughest one out of everybody. Yeah, she's fighting this head on. So yeah, you know. so how I could see this happening, and I actually just thought of this, and then we'll move on. Because uh, I, I thought we had a very good discussion on this situation. Um, here's what I could see possibly happening. And then um, for real, um, if you have any final thoughts on this before we move on to Cody Roman too. Um, what if other victims start coming forward and, you know, maybe they all band together to take a stand against Vince McMahon and John Laurinaitis? You, you see where I'm going with this? I do, and um, we do know that there's other NDAs. I mean, whenever this first, when this, when this came out last year, when he stepped down, and I want to say this is the same lady, Janelle Grant. Yeah. So, yeah. I, so I think what I think what happened was that he didn't pay his five hundred thousand last February 2023. So she filed that lawsuit against him in the summer, which right. led for which which led to people finding out that there was an NDA, which then people in WWE leaked her name out to embarrass her. So this goes back to 2023, last year when he first stepped down. We do know that there were other NDA signs. So we do know that this has happened multiple times. Um, yeah. You know what? My only thing would be, and I will probably go talk um, to my lawyer and see how it works out. I don't know how NDAs work. I don't think you can break an NDA um, unless you want to get countersued. So I, I don't know how that works because you sign an agreement saying you're not going to talk about it as long as you got what you got. Um, but right. most definitely, if 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 she's able to take this to court and they say that this NDA is not um, valid. valid because of, you know, it's a crime that was committed, maybe that makes it where the, all the other NDAs... Because I think Christy Hemme... Is an ND is is a is a signed an NDA for sexual assault with Vince. I heard about that actually. Yeah, uh, you know that other the the referee in the eighties also same thing. Like so, you know what? If that if that will disqualify an NDA, I think we are gonna we will see more people come out. Um, yeah, and then this could there could be a Rico investigation. And it can, and it, yeah, most definitely can blow up. Yeah, uh, well, hopefully, you know change will be made you know and that's what that's what we're going to try to do here you know 
both from a wrestling standpoint and then from a society standpoint. But with that being said, you want to get back to having a little fun? Yes, let's talk about how great Dominic Mysterio did last night in the Rumble. Let's talk about how the chosen one, the greatest WWE champion in the world, Roman Reigns, retained by himself. A clean pin. One, two, three in the middle of the ring. Credit to him for that one. That was a clean pin. Let's talk about how the second greatest sports entertainer in the world, Logan Paul, beat (laughs) KO and kept his WWE (laughs) champion. You're trying to avoid the fucking debate. Let's... And then we can get to probably the boringest rumble in the world and how, you know, Cody Rhodes (laughs) won the rumble in the anticlimactic, most predictable rumble that ever happened in this world. No, no. Let's get down to it. Shout out to my boy, the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, for being what the the fourth guy in history to win back to back rumbles. Yes. Um, yes. You know, let's get into this conversation. Oh um, my god. I'm not a Cody hater as much as everybody I like to like make it out to be. Um, you know, let let's let's get down to uh to oh, the rumble. One one of personally one of my favorite events. Yeah. Um probably number three personal favorite events. Um as far as a pay-per-view and my number two, uh, probably my number one gimmick matches, um, you know, that and Money in the Bank are my favorite too. Um, yeah. Let's get down to the nitty gritty. Let's talk about the rumble from last night. Oh, man. What'd you think about it? What'd you, well, A, what'd you think about the show? Um, and what'd you think about the matches? Well, first of all, kudos to you for you know, getting a little payback, you know, getting some of your own shots in from me saying, you know, also the biggest Cody rotator that I know. So well done. Well done. I kind of, I should have saw that coming. Um, before we get to the big debate, um, which we had a little mini debate a couple of episodes ago, but now this one's going to be a real big one. Um, the show overall was fine. The show overall was fine. Um, I wasn't really big into the Logan Paul, uh, Kevin Owens matchup, you know, it's just like, okay, whatever. Um, uh, the fatal four way match was really good, you know, and kudos to Roman for getting a good pin. And let me take a second to give Samantha Irvin some fucking credit, dude. She, with that introduction she did for Roman Reigns last night. Jesus Christ! She got so into it. And, you know, I even tagged you in that video I posted on my Instagram story about how fucking deep into the introduction she was getting. That was like a viral moment right there. So I, I do. What's up? Um, you know, I agree. I, I One thing about this is I do... I am glad that they allowed her to do her uh, own personal uh, announcing now. Um... You know, I don't. I, if, if you watch it, she does the Chelsea Green one. She Chelsea does the, Green. 
and she and actually for a while she stopped doing that because they told her to stop. Um, Who but told I, her to stop? Uh, WWE did. Um, oh, so if you, if you go back a couple of weeks, she just announced Chelsea Green and Piper Nevins. Um, but I guess they got some flack for that. I guess she talked to them. Um, and now she's back to doing those kind of things. So, um, you know, shout out to her. Definitely makes it makes it more exciting. Gives, you know, each wrestler their own little personality <laughs> spin to it. Um, you know, it's great. I love her. I love her. She's a great announcer. She, she's absolutely fucking fantastic. I, the Chelsea Green one is absolutely a gold mine. I crack up every fucking time, you know, when she announces Piper Nevins, like in her normal way. And then she gets all like cutesy with Chelsea Green and she's doing the whole Chelsea Green. And it's like, what the fuck? Dude? Like, this is like God. This is like a fuck. Like, she's better than Howard Finkel, you know, bless his soul, bless his heart. And even Lillian Garcia. And like, they were the two OGs. And Justin Roberts, you know, the Dapper Yapper, who's now with AEW, perfect position for him. Samantha Urban is just in a class of her own. So kudos to her, but you know, Fatal Four Way was awesome. Uh, the Women's Rumble. Um, congratulations to Bailey. Congratulations to Bailey. Um, you know, coming in at number three, and you know, earning her way to WrestleMania, which I think it's safe to say she's going to be turning face soon when Damage Control turns on her. And she's gonna face Eo Sky at uh, Mania, don't you think? Oh, I agree. I I, I saw her uh, her little tw- Twitter post she put out about how she's ready for Rhea Ripley, um, and she's, she's kinda, not gonna face Rhea Ripley. Yeah, yeah. This, this is this, this is the Bailey face turn. Um, she's the odd woman out of Damage Control. Um, oh, yeah. I totally agree that this is this is the start of her face turn, and she definitely is gonna fight uh, Eo Sky at at WrestleMania for the belt. Oh, yeah, like they kind of teased the uh, breakup uh, last night a little bit where, you know. She didn't save. Huh? Where she didn't save uh, uh, Asuka and and Kyrie saying. Kyrie, yeah. Yeah. But, um, you know, she did phenomenal. Uh, Shout out to Jade Cargill. She looked fucking awesome last night. You know, uh, let's be like I was telling my, like I was talking to my uh, wrestling friends yesterday, this morning, um, the MVP of WWE Royal Rumble, Tony Khan and the AEW guys. Let's be real. Um, you know, um, I have a friend who who is a WWE uh, hard on. He <laughs> hates if it's not WWE. He hates it. He hates AEW. He hates New Japan. Um, he was a quiet last night when uh, me and everybody else were talking about how Jade's in there. And mm-hmm. you know what? Spoiler alert, Andrade's back. And Cody, former AEW guy, and CM Punk, a former AEW guy. How the, You know what? AEW was running a rough shot on, um, on the Rumble last night. And he got oh, really, yeah. he got really quiet. Um, you know, so, you know, but yeah, definitely a great spot for Jade. Um, I will say this, you know, a good spot to put her in, put her in at 28th. Um, you know, still green, 
Um, mm-hmm. No, honestly, still green, still new to the, still new to wrestling. Um, you know, a, a nice little ten minute spot for her to get a little shine on. Um, mm-hmm. You know, watching it last night, I was, I was, I was telling the people who I was watching her with it. You know, it makes sense. You can't put her in at the very beginning because she probably doesn't have the cardio. She probably doesn't know have the knowledge of what to do for, you know, forty plus minutes like like some of the some of the ladies did. You know, that came in and the earlier right. spots. Um, another Shout out good, to Naomi. Yep, Naomi's back. Um, hundred, you know, an hour and two minutes in did yeah. did great. Number two, um, no, definitely couldn't put her in there. Definitely couldn't put her in a one on one spot. Um, I think to be honest, it's probably too high profile with her. Um, with Jay, because you can't hide the negatives when you're the spotlight. Right. Same right. thing with um. <clears throat> CM Punk <clears throat> hide the negatives for his first match on live TV. Um, you know, um, but she came out there, she did the thing, she looked great. Um, you know what? I can't wait for her to start getting her feet wet in, in NXT. Um, you know, I think she's just gonna get better from here on out. You know, we saw that growth with her in AEW. Um, yeah. you know, Brian Danielson did a great job coaching her. And you saw that growth from her from the beginning when she started to when she left. I think just being in that performance center and and, and hopefully she's you know getting all that knowledge from those people in there. Um, I think we'll, we'll, she's definitely going to be the next big star coming out um, of NXT. Um, Absolutely, definitely going to be a future champion. Definitely going to be um, you know the spotlight on the women's division for WWE. You know in the future yeah. years coming up. Oh, absolutely. You know, with them teasing uh, her and Bianca, which I could, I would love to see that match. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Liv Morgan came back last night. Um, no, uh, the Women's Rumble, to be very honest with you, was so much better um, oh, yeah. than the Men's Rumble. Because, um, to be honest with you, up until last night, uh, during the pre-show, um, I wasn't really thinking of Bailey possibly winning the Royal Rumble. Um, you know, there were talks of Becky again, Bianca again. But, um, you know, with Bailey's story going on with Damage Control, you know, that that was good, good for her. She, she's earned it. And, you know, I kind of hope when she does turn face, she doesn't go back to, you know, the hugger Bailey. I hope she does like what MJF did with the um, face turn, um, you know, where she still acts cocky and arrogant, but she's more against like the bad guys of, you know, with that being damage control. Don't you think? Yeah, I totally agree. Um, you know, unlike you, I, I, I picked Bailey to win. Um, the rumble, um, and, and that just because um, WWE is um, doesn't like to uh, they like to make things predictable. Um, yeah, you know, I looking at this whole card. You know, I guessed everyone right. It wasn't right. that hard. There's only four matches, but still, they do. Uh, you know, they don't make it must-watch TV because 
like I've said before, and like I've talked about with other, with you know, with you and everybody else, you can skip a lot of WWE programming because as long as you catch the beginning, you can, you can, you know what the end's gonna be. So you know, I think when they when when they added Oscar to Damage Control, yeah, you kind of knew that Bailey was on the outs because they were kind of pushing her out, you know. You you knew she would she's the odd man out. You have three you have three um you know you have three wrestlers in there that are not Bailey. Right. That are outsiders. You know, you have Asuka from 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 um, I think she was in stardom and the other one, you have Kyrie Sane, again, was in stardom, got fired, went back to stardom, or I don't think she got fired, I think she just didn't re-sign. But went back to stardom, you know, was the it was the new Japan women's champion at some point. Um came back. Both Japanese. Right. You have um what's her face? Uh Dakota I, Kai. Dakota Kai. I call it Evie still. But yeah, you have Dakota Evie? Kai. Evie. Evie? What? Why? That's her that was her name in in the Indies in, in New oh, Zealand. In, like, the, the Pokemon? like the Pokemon, yeah. Um <laughs> that's funny. I, I get like I said I sometimes I get where I just call them by their names where I know them from, um, but you ha- you have you have her who's new who who is part of the Joshi wrestling so like whenever Asa got mixed into that at that at some point I was like well you know and then, and then you have um, Eo Sky of course again stardom so you have that kind of right. core group that Bailey's just the outsider already. You kind of knew that Bailey was going to turn face at some point, and you know what? She's probably going to go back, and she's probably going to join Naomi as a face, and they're right. probably going to get—I don't know who else they can grab—but to make it a a stable versus stable kind of, um, uh, because don't I don't I don't know if Naomi and Bailey were ever a team. Um, no, they they weren't. Um, but I think with the association, uh, both of them with Mercedes. Yeah, I can see that as a possibility. But, you know, you're, you know, you'll you'll get you'll get Bianca, Bailey, and Naomi versus Asuka, Kyrie, and Io, and that's gonna be your 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 matches and rematches for the next year. So, um, you know, um, uh, the women's match was sloppy at sometimes. Yes, but as far as entertaining, I think it did a lot better than the men's rumble. Um, you, you got to see some, you got to see some stars come out. You know, you, we did get some, we did get you know two NXT stars. You know, shout out to Roxanne Perez and Tiffany Stratton. Um, yeah, I, Tiff drafted. I think Tiff drafted a better, shined a lot better than Roxanne did. Oh, um, she did absolutely. My, my she opinion. looks like uh, Mariah May, by the way. Yeah, she's one of the uh, blonde Barbie girls. Um, <laughs> you know, she she's gonna do good when she comes up. You oh, know, yeah. I'm surprised she hasn't been called up already. Um, and this might be her call up right here, just to see how she's done. I know she's done a couple of dark matches for um, SmackDown. Um, you know, she's the one-time NXT Women's Champion. She's kind of in the program now. Um, with just some random, so I'm pretty sure she's gonna get called up soon. Um, but we saw a good one, you know. The big shocker, um, WWE decided to have a forbidden um, door with uh, Tia Grace. Yeah, um, 
you know, I was making jokes about how, you know, AEW's out here making forbidden doors with the biggest companies in in different lands. And right. here's W and here's WWE making the forbidden door with the third or fourth best promotion in W in in USA, you know. Mm-hmm. Um but you know what? Shout out to her. You know, it get, you know, it gets good eyes on um TNA. Um it gets good eyes on Jordan Grace. Yeah. Uh, you know, not a smart move from TNA if they don't get anything out the deal because that's just the way for your ops to take to 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 sign away a talent like her, um, right? You know, I don't know. I don't know what their um, agreements are, uh, mm-hmm. but TNA. If any of you guys are listening, y'all need to do a better job at getting some better deals than just having your champion on that show. Yeah. Man, if that was me, I would have been like, "Look, you need to say she's the women's world champion. You can watch her on Thursdays on 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 Access TV at seven o'clock. Like, you know, you're making your you're making people who probably don't even know what TNA like. W one thing about WWE fans that I know is a, they're a little fickle. They don't think that they're like my friend who loves WWE." He doesn't know anything about anything else but WWE. I'm pretty sure he doesn't know that TNA went from TNA to Global Force to TNA to Impact, and now it's back at TNA again. Um, you know, so I think they could have done. I think TNA could have got a better deal out of that, and done a little bit more better promotion about. Hey, by the way, watch them on this channel. Um, do I think WWE would have done that? Probably not, because I think they're still in competition with everybody. Um, but dude, come on, yeah, you're 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 making your people who don't know about her having to search her up now. You know what? Yeah. I, if if I personally was watching that and didn't know about TNA, I wouldn't. I wasn't gonna look her up. I wasn't gonna look when TNA. You know what? I wasn't gonna look out when their show is. I'm not gonna look at who their champions are. You know what? Want have Michael Cole do it? You know what? Get something out of that. But did a good job for being out there for twenty minutes. She had a good little, you know, showdown with Bianca Belair. Uh, two strong women, I guess, if you want to call them that. Right. Uh, who can do power power moves? Uh, look good doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so you know, all in all, again, I would probably have to say that that was the second best match of the night. Absolutely. Um, you know the, the first match being the fatal four way, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Abs- absolutely, absolutely. And credit to you know Roman and Randy Orton and AJ Styles and LA Knight. Credit to them. Um, no, uh, the women did absolutely so much better. I 100% agree. Um, I'm you know, as far as the TNA thing goes, um, before we move on to the men's, which we're not going to discuss much about the men's, only because we know who the final four were going to be, you know, of Drew McIntyre, um, CM Punk, Gunther, and then Cody. Um, about TNA, like, they're just now rebuilding again, because, you know, if you remember Dixie Carter, uh, basically, um, 
she basically ruined TNA, you know, and I don't know who else, you know, did it or switched it to GCW. I don't know if it was Jeff Jarrett, um, you know, but then for a short time, Impact Wrestling. But, you know, Scott, De- Scott DeMore is, you know, trying to, um, you know, rebuild TNA to what it was. And good for him, you know, that that can't be easy. Um, you know, hopefully TNA is able to land a major deal at some point to get back on, like, the promised land for, like, TV deals, you know, especially with now. And we're not going to get super into this tonight. That will probably be, you know, uh, and I think you know what I'm talking about, the Netflix deal with WWE, which we'll react to on another day. Um, but, um, you know, TNA is just rebuilding. Yeah. You know? So, you know, we got to give them time when it comes to that. But, you know, it's good good on WWE for, you know, um, you know, having a relationship with TNA and trying to help them get back on track. And I guarantee you a part of that has to do with, um, you know, Mickey James, you know, obviously being a former WWE deep, or uh, women's superstar. And then, of course, Nick Aldis, which I'm really growing to like Nick Aldis more and more. What about you? Yeah, I mean, I liked him. Um, I liked him in 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 Impact when he was uh, Magnus. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, he, he you know, not good guy. Um, smart wrestling wise, he he knew what he know he knew he knows his stuff. I mean, uh, he's a. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I I can't say. You know, I watched him in TNA. I watched him in. Um, in NWA, whenever he was, uh, whenever he was running that uh, as the champion there, so um, you know, my only thing is, I wish they would have signed him on for uh, as a wrestler too. Um, because they call a, this, yeah, because he he he, you know, he's a he's a good wrestler. I mean, yeah. he he he's a, he's a little he's a little on on the uh, he's not that old, but you know, he's like 30, 37, 38. Um, so he can still, you know, he's still got a couple of, uh, still got a couple of years that he could do something, you know, them wrestling, wrestling into their forties. He could easily, um, you know what? Maybe we'll see him. Wrestle yeah. A little bit, so you think you know. they'll wrestle Roman at some point? You know, yeah. I, he could, I can see it. I, I, I can, I can see it, you know, um, Especially with this storyline with the bloodline, yeah, yeah, definitely can see it. So you know, maybe maybe that's something they're holding off for, you know, yeah, you know, a little bit later on. So, um, but yeah, I think also just with that with that TNA, um, you know, they did get that streaming deal with Endeavor as part of their their Endeavor uh, streaming services. So I think that probably had more to do than having a. Um, than having a, a a connection with TNA, as much as they don't want to say, um, you know, Endeavor bought the rights to TNA streaming. So I think they're. I don't know what Endeavor streaming service they have, mm-hmm. but I know the that I know that TNA is going to be on it. Yeah. No. Uh, well, hopefully this is the beginning of a new partnership between WWE and TNA. You know. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, TNA needs something. They're not. 
they're not going to be number two anytime soon um, in uh, in the United States. Um, they might not even be number three. Um, yeah. And, you, you know, they're kind of getting the second, not, not, nothing against them, but they're getting the second tier um, companies outside of the USA, you know, yeah. signing a deal with AAA um, as a partnership. Um, you know, that happened, that happened at, at the, at the hard to kill pay-per-view. Um, yeah. You know, off, off topic, uh, you know, so, you know, there maybe we'll, we'll see you know a little bit more from TNA and WWE, but yeah, you know, shout out to shout out to WWE for kind of breaking away from just being in their isolated island and actually getting somebody else who's not involved. Um, you know, I would love to see seeing a, a, a TNA men's competitor in the men's rumble. I thought we were going to see one, but you know, of course, we didn't. So yeah, yeah, not surprising. Um... You know, because the men's rumble, you know, the story was around the final four. Oh, yeah. You know, of CM Punk, Cody, um, Drew McIntyre, and Gunther, which will get us um, to our long-awaited debate. I've been building it up, and I think your people who are your, your friends who are wrestling fans, I think they're going to want to hear this. Cody Roman 2. Let's get into it. Let's I'm, go. Let's talk about Cody Roman too. I'm telling you right now, and I told you this earlier today. Triple or Paul would be stupid to have Cody win the Rumble twice, only to then lose to Roman twice. If that doesn't tell you, and I already know what you're going to say, and I'll give you the chance to say it again. You know, because I think this is going to be a really good conversation leading up to uh, WrestleMania. Um, you know, um, I think Cody's finishing the story. It's coming. Paul, having him do it again, tells me all I need to know. Now, look, I thought a lot about what you said earlier about, you know, Roman's reign. And I get it. Now, if he wants to break Hogan's record, fine. Because Hulk Hogan's a piece of shit. He's a good wrestler, but just because you're good at something doesn't mean you're a good person. And, you know, I'm sure you heard the stories about, you know, Terry, you know, Hulk, um, you know, being a racist piece of shit. So if he wants to break Hogan's record, fine. Do will I be okay with him winning again against Cody at Mania? No, obviously not. But him winning against um no, him breaking Hogan's record, I'll understand it. But after that, dude, it's time for Roman to lose the fucking titles. And you know, another thing to take into consideration, you know, and then I'll pass it over to you for a response is, um, you know, Cody's story is absolutely incredible. When he first came into the business, you know, he was known as Dusty's son. And, you know, at the time, you know, Vince was still in charge. 
And Cody had all these stupid fucking gimmicks, you know, after uh, Legacy with uh, Ted DiBiase Jr. and Randy Orton. You know, after that, you know, he did the mustache. He did Dashing Cody Rhodes. He did um, Stardust. You know, all which were stupid, you know, gimmicks. But Cody didn't want to be known as Dusty's son. He wants to pave his own way. He's not calling himself the American Dream Jr. He's calling himself the American Nightmare, you know, which is fucking fantastic. I get you want to see history, but why don't you want to see an underdog win? Um, he, it's not his time. He's not. No, and I'm going to make one thing. Like, I'm just going to talk real, real, one thing real quick. He doesn't want to be known as Dusty's son, but that's all he talks about in his promos. Ooh, that's, yeah, that's, that's he's true. Really known as. He's the it's he's he's since he left since he left the WWE. That's all he's that's the one thing that everybody talks about. And if you look at any of his feuds, it's always Dusty this, Dusty that. Um, it's just an old stick for me. Um, again, um, it's past his. It's past. You know what, Cody, and I have nothing against him. I like Cody. You know, he's a good wrestler. Right. He's a good sports entertainer. He's an okay wrestler. (laughs) But there's a reason why you call him a three-star general. It's not because he's three-star greatest and he's this guy. He's a mid-carder. You know what you got of Cody? A three-star match. A mid-card match. Oh, my God. He's consistent. But he's consistent at an average level. You're never going to get a bad match out of Cody unless he maybe fights somebody who's not a good wrestler. So you're never going to get a bad match from him, but you're never going to get a great match from him. You're going to get a good match from him. Oh, my God. But he's a (laughs) three-star general. He's oh, not. Oh, dude. He's not a five-star general. Oh my god. He's not a Will Osprey. He's not a Kenny Omega. He's not an Okada. He's not. He's not those guys. He's a three-star guy. Oh my god. <laughs> let, let him finish his story, but his story is not going to bring anybody in. His story is not going to capture anything. His the best thing that I can tell you, and the best the the best analogy that I can tell anybody when I'm talking about this, in five right. years, in ten years, in twenty years, in a hundred years, if they're still there, who's gonna talk about Cody Rhodes finishing his story at WrestleMania 40? Nobody. Oh. Nobody. Who who won WrestleMania? 24. I, forgot. I don't know. Did. No, I don't. I forgot. Who, who, who won WrestleMania 32? I don't, I don't know. Who, who, who won WrestleMania 34? I want to say that was Brian Danielson in the Yes Movement. Oh, yeah, the triple threat match. But I remember Jordan. that because that made that was a big deal. That's a great wrestler. 
That's the five-star general. He has great wrestling. You have a great story. You There's not really anything holding him back. It was an authority versus an underdog. <coughs> Excuse me. No, you're good. You have a three-star general going against the greatest world champion of our time. That oh. match... That match doesn't need to be at WrestleMania. That match can be on a regular pay-per-view made into a bigger deal, but the bigger deal here is Roman Reigns is the second longest champion in history. Oh my. <laughs> Why does he need to be the second longest though? Because if I talk about Longest champions in the world, 5, 10, 20, 100 years from now, people are going to know Roman Reigns was the second longest champion in history. Oh, my God. If I, if, in, if, look, if I'm alive in 20 years and I'm still talking to people, I will answer, and Roman Reigns becomes the second longest champion. Let's, let, let's say timelines, timelines, I, I'm, I'm changing timelines right now. And right, and Roman Reigns is gonna be the second longest champion two nights before Mania, or on the first night of Mania, and Roman and the main event for 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 WrestleMania Forty Night One is the is the crowning of the of the the Tribal Chief. You know what? Seth Rollins versus Gunther can be the the the, the second to the last card, but the main what we're what we're ending. Mania with is the bloodline. You, the Rock. They're putting the the lay on Roman Reigns. They're putting the crown as fireworks go off, and he's the second longest. I'm gonna be the first. You know what? This is just the beginning. I'm gonna hold this belt for eight more years and be the number one. And then the next night he loses to Cody. That's uh. a big. That's a big deal because you know what? The second longest. Reigning champion got beat because you who did who did Hogan beat? Who, to, who did? He beat the Sheik. Everybody knows this. Oh, yeah. the, Hogan beat the Sheik and he started his, you know, those records are started. That's big, you know. Uh, that's something that doesn't happen. You know, when, when was the last time when was the last time somebody held a belt this long? It's been a while. Like Brock Lesnar a couple of years ago. CM yeah, Punk a couple like, years after that. Those are the fuck off. Brock Lesnar the, can fuck off. The, the, but, the, but those are those are the last guys years ago. And then you have Roman Reigns, but there's a big jump. And then you get into Hogan and Bob Backlund. They're like 1,500 days to 1,600 days. And then, of course, you have Sam Martino, who was like 8,000 days or whatever back in the day when you were champion for years. But that, you know what? In, in 10, 20 years... If I say, hey, who won the main event at WrestleMania 40? You're not going to know that. Nobody's going to remember that because that's just, it's it's a moot point. But if I said, hey, you love WWE, who's the the longest reigning champion? Oh, Nick Bockwinkle or uh, uh, Bruno San Martino. So who's number two? Oh, Roman Reigns. I know that. Who's three? Hogan. He's a big name. People are going to know that. Why not? Why not keep that going? 
Why, why, why not? Because guess what? You're going to get a lot of hits WrestleMania night when Cody Rhodes dethrones Roman Reigns and ends his reign. But you're going to get more hits when you say, man, Roman Reigns has been the champion for uh, for 1,700 days. He's the second longest champion in modern, you know, in history, number one longest reign champion in modern day history, and Cody Rhodes beats him. Then you then you elevate both people. I think that they, you know what? If it was me, I would rewrite the storylines and I wouldn't have Cody win the Rumble. At least right now. No, okay. I, no, I, I, no, I wouldn't have him win the Rumble at all. He doesn't need the Rumble to win. I would, I, I could have Cody winning the Rumble. I mean, I could have Cody winning the title this year. Mm-hmm. And 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 I just oh, just today thinking about it, I fantasy book how I would have him, what, what what I would do for everybody. And it, you know what? In my mind, I would watch it. Right. Oh, I don't care who wins the rumble. Let Gunther let Gunther win the rumble and let him fight um Seth Rollins. Let CM Punk win the rumble. Let him fight Rollins. Let him fight um Roman. Right. This is how I would book it. Because somebody now, else, so, somebody else wins the rumble. They fight Roman. Roman disappears because Roman disappears. Money right. in the bank. Cody wins money in the bank. Roman, I'm coming for you. You're next. I'm taking your title. I'm ending the bloodline. Your bloodline ends with me. And my American nightmare becomes my American dream. Oh. So Money in the Bank is June. So that pushes. So now all we have to get through is September or August for Roman to lose the belt. Cody fights the bloodline. Cody beats uh, Jimmy, the lackey, Cody beats Solo. Um, Solo. The that's it. Air. That's yeah. That's it. So you're at the main. Now you're at the main guy. Okay. They team up on Cody. They injure him. Get him off TV for a month. Then you go Iron Man match. Shawn Michael promos where he's working out. He's rebuilding. You're not taking this away from me. And you get that, man. Cody is the underdog now. He, you know, when he's out, he's injured. But you get, get him them training montages with with QT Marshall in the Nightmare Factory. You're doing like that old school shop. I don't know if you saw those Shawn Michael uh, vignettes where he's running around San Antonio. He's running through those old uh, high school uh, stadiums. And he's working out with Jose uh, Ethereo. Right. Like you're doing that kind of promo building right. up building up mm-hmm. and then you know what he wins it at survivor series or he wins it you know what i would book it as i would book the first pay-per-view of the new year at day one cody beats roman new year new champion dead bloodline and that would those would be the three words that i would speak on raw and then i would leave mm. And then if you want your WrestleMania moment, 
You let Roman win the Rumble. All right. You beat me. You you broke my you broke my streak. You know what? You took away my chance to be the number one uh history, you know, longest reigning champion in history. I'm gonna take your dream. I'm taking your belt. WrestleMania rematch. Me versus you. And then Cody beats Roman clean. One, two, three. And then he has his moment. Because he doesn't need to win the belt at Mania. Everybody knows he's going to win the belt at some point. But I think you can get a good storyline. You can get Roman to beat the record. And you can kind of fulfill all these little pieces that does WWE a favor. Right. Right. That's how I'm book. That's how I would want to watch it. That's what I would talk about because, again, but again, WWE very predictable. You, right. You're not you're not pushing Cody as the the W the, the the WWE 2K cover guy. You're not pushing finish the story. You're not pushing him down our throats for him to not win the belt and get his mania moment. So like. I don't even need to watch Mania because I know who's going to win that match. But you are going to watch Mania because it's fucking WrestleMania. Yeah, of course I'm going to watch it, but do I need to pay attention to it? Nah, not really. I'm going to probably I'll have I'll probably have it on my little TV, but on my big screen I'll probably be watching something else. I'll probably be watching UFW UF, UFL. Be watching some yeah. sprinkling football. But <laughs> but but again, that's what makes Cody a three star general because you don't have to watch his match. But I think the WWE does him a disservice by making it that predictable that you don't need to pay attention to their product. Because, again, WWE doesn't produce stars. They produce product. They're all cogs. You can switch out. I can switch out Cody for Nakamura, for Jey Uso, for Pat McAfee, for The Miz, for Sami Zayn, for KO, and it's gonna, it'll be the same thing. Right. Whereas if you could go somewhere, if you go to somewhere else, you're going there to see the stars wrestle, and you don't know what's gonna happen. You know what? Wrestler A could win, but wrestler B could win too. I don't know. I have to watch this. Right. I think WWE is so big now that they don't they don't well A they don't need that because it they push the WWE product. They don't push the superstar. Because that's what Vince taught. We don't, they don't, no, we don't need you. You need us. Right. Which makes the product stale, which makes it, you know, stale, makes it boring, makes it predictable. And then that's when you're going to get the low viewerships. And then you're going to see, see, and and that's that's what's going to happen because who's Cody going to feud with after he wins? Randy Orton, possibly. But are they? They're both faces. Yeah, but they can always turn Randy back into a heel. I think that's a story that writes itself. But you're going to really... Well. Yeah, but Gunther needs to lose the the belt first. Yeah, which he could. He could. Yeah, I mean, I think he's he's next in line to win. um, Or at least to be put in that main event spot. But then, like, I mean, I don't know. If you're talking about the future, are you really want to have a you know 45 year old Randy Orton fighting a 40 year old Cody Rhodes? That doesn't really. That's not really a. 
I'm looking out for the future of my my company kind of thing. I think you're gonna want to push a young guy, but WWE doesn't have any young. I mean, you're gonna make Andrade a heel? No. Dante, do you see Andrade being in the main event? I don't. No. No. Do you see Santos Escobar, Killer Karrion Cross? You know, Bobby Bobby Lashley. Like, I don't just. There's not. There's not. There's not um, a, a match that I would say, hey, I need to watch this match. It's going to be good. I think you're going to get the same. You're going to see Cody as champion, and they're going to do the Cody shtick where he gets beat up, and then he makes a Cody comeback. Cody Cody Cutter, a couple of crossroads, and then he's victorious. It's he'll, he'll do the same thing that AEW did, that he did in AEW, where he started getting booze. The only kind of thing like is, how John Cena did. Yeah. Well, the only thing now is that he can't tell. He can't say, "I don't want to be a, a heel," because if right. they want to turn him heel, you got to turn heel, bro. Which it was, which was his mistake in AEW, because he was so cookie cutter. I got to be a babyface. People got bored and tired of it and started booing him. And when they wanted him to turn heel, he didn't want to, and he gave the world's dumbest explanation about how. Oh, but I was a hill because I didn't want to be a hill. So I made you boo me, which I'm a hill now. Mm. So again, I don't think Cody needed to win the Rumble. Um, I get it though, from a standpoint of hey, kids like him. Kids like to say whoa. He probably he's a top merchandise seller. Um, put the belt on him. I mean, they're not doing anything with the belt now. Yeah, Roman. Roman is a Roman's a part time champion. I think they made it where you don't need to have the belt on. Like for again for SmackDown, they made it where you don't need the belt there every week. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, Cody's gonna. I and I'm, this is how it's what's gonna happen. Cody's gonna win the belt. I'm a fighting champion. I'm gonna fight every week, and then you're gonna get rematch after rematch after rematch, to the point where it bores you to death, and you're gonna hate it. And then he'll go to the next person and you'll get rematched to rematch to rematch to the point where it's boring. I hate it. And then you go to the next guy and rematch, rematch, boring. And then at some point, it's going to be too much. You're going to get the booze. Right. Like so that's what you, go on. No, go ahead. Oh, so that's probably like 90% that's what's going to happen. I hope they prove me wrong, but that's the formula that you see from everybody. Yeah, like What's Seth Rollins did it once upon a time. Um, Orange is even doing it in AEW. That's a very good point. That's an absolutely very good point. Um, no, I think you made a lot of good points. Um, and I, I could see that. But now this is where I'm going to counter. This is where I'm going to counter. Okay. Number one. Roman Reigns' title run, to me, it's being considered... I consider it as like LeBron James, okay? Roman doesn't need to be the GOAT. Or, you know, he doesn't need to suppress anybody. In our generation right here, or the generations below us, um, Roman's in a class of his own. That's number one. Number two, um, before I continue, uh, when is um, Bob Backlund's, um, if Roman 
were to hypothetically retain at Mania, when is Bob Backlund's uh, stat or record? Like, when would he break it? It's it's like the end of August and in, in, into September. So it's not the it's 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 gonna it's coming up in eight months, like within this year, I believe. Let me see if continue, and then let me see if I can find it real fast. I want to say it's like September fifth or something like that. September ninth. That they're that's, that's when gotcha. he'll jump. Yeah, no, look that up real quick um, while I continue. Um, so that's number one. Roman's in a class of his own, and what he has done is fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. But, you know, from a story standpoint, and I can relate to Cody's story, and um, there's something... um, Trying to think of how to put this. Um, There's something uh, that I was thinking about earlier before we began recording. Um, You know, last year when we had Cody Roman won... Um, I guarantee you the reason why he didn't win, you know, before Vince eventually came back out of retirement is because Vince was working from the shadows and he was probably like, we're not going to have Cody win, pal, because he, he was with the rival once upon a time, pal, you know, and that's why somebody probably Vince pulled the fucking trigger and not had him or had Solo screw him over or probably forced Paul to do that, to screw him over, you know? So that's something to keep in mind as well. And now that Triple H, uh, uh, now that Vince is officially gone, gone, um, as long as he doesn't work from the shadows, you know, I could see Paul being like, you know, in its own way, you know, that's a good story. I'm going to use an analogy real quick. Do you remember um, Avengers um, Infinity War Endgame? Do you remember that? Yeah. Like how at the end of um, Infinity War, um, Thanos snapped half of the universe into non-existence while the other half stayed. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of Endgame, the, even though Tony... Uh, Stark ended up dying, you know, the Avengers ended up beating Thanos, you know, at the cost of Tony, who ended up pulling the final nail in Thanos' coffin. To me, that's what this story with Cody and Roman compares to. Now, again, I absolutely agree with you on everything you said about the whole fighting champion, fighting champion, fighting champion, fighting champion. And a lot of that, you know, even happened whenever Vince was fully in charge. You know, the same rematches week after week after week after week after week. And by no means am I saying Triple H is perfect himself in this instance. But what I am saying, however, you know, number one is, you know, um, Cody, you know, beating Roman, you know, no matter what, when it happens, it's going to be a good, it's going to be a memorable moment, no matter when it happens. Now, if he wants to pass 
Bob, now, if WWE or if he wants to pass Bob Backlund's record in September, will I be disappointed if Cody loses at Mania? Yes. But will I understand it? I guess. But um, after that, they need to set up for the end game because right now I don't see anybody else winning the universal title. And then before I pass it back to you, because I'm pretty sure I want to say, did you find uh, when it's supposed to be broken? I, I did. So Bob, so Bob Baggins in third. Uh, Roman Reigns is 229 days from beating that one. Okay. And then Hulk Hogan's second. And he's just, he's 1474. So he's four right. days longer. So not, like I said, it's not really too much longer. If you look at it, it's, he's 1240, he's 1245 right now. So, I mean, if you're doing, looking at 30 days in a month, you're looking at seven and a half months from now. So you're looking at, you look at again, eight, eight months or August into September, maybe. Which I know we talked about that last time. That puts it right there around that that big pay per view they're having in in Europe, right? In Germany, right. Or whatever. So I mean, again, they probably if they could have planned it out correctly. They could have had Cody win Money in the Bank and beat Roman right after he beat it, because then Bruno San Martino's two thousand and eight hundred days, which you're looking at yeah. another. Three, four years from then, from that, from then on, or yeah, no, really, but another like two or three years, two years. Yeah, so. I don't know. I don't know if if I would be okay with that. Um, I don't know if any of us would be okay with that. Hey, but, at this point, put no, it put it on him. No, go ahead. Put let let him let him win another. Let him have the belt for another four years. I'll be all right. No, no, no. Um, no, dude, no. it's gonna. <laughs> no, um, I, yeah, I, I I agree with you. I don't think there's anybody who wants to see him have the belt for four more years. It just it wouldn't make sense, you know. Let Bruno be Bruno. the guy, but let Roman at, at this point with less than seven months away, you might as well let Roman be that number two. Because again, if you want to scrub McMahon, you want to scrub Hogan out of the record books, drop him down to third, put Roman in there, and then you can talk about number one, number two, all you want. You talk about Bruno and you talk about Roman. Yeah. Then you, don't, you don't have to talk about Hogan if you don't want to. Or, you know what, if you do want to just keep Hogan because it's Hogan and he kind of is that guy who led WWF, you know, because then you have your three errors. You have your WWF, Vince Sr., Bruno San Martino. You have the WWE, the modern day Roman Reigns number two. Right. And then you have the WWF, what started all, Hulkamania at number three. And you can do your one, two, and three. That kind of aligns more what I would want in a company's ethos than San Martino, Hogan, Backlund, and then Roman. Because, you don't, like I said, again, you don't really win anything. You have. You have Roman in number four right now. Number five is Bruno San Martino again with 1,200 days. And then you got Pedro Morales at 1,000 days. And then number seven is Roman Reigns uh, at 664, which it, which continues. And then, of course, you have Brock Hogan and CM Punk, which is at 500 days, which is a little over a year and a half. So, I mean, right. we're, we're, we're into the point where 
you know what? We're we're not going to see this. I mean, okay, you got Brock Lesnar at number eight, and you have Roman Reigns at number four, and that is you know, twelve. That's eight hundred days. Right. So that's almost a three year difference. We're probably not going to see another run like this for twenty or thirty years. Right. Why? Why not? Just give him those seven months, let him break history, and then you know what? Give it to Cody. Well, that that makes sense. That makes sense. And I guess now that I now I'm still not changing my stance. You know, I I'll reconsider it. You know, um, but I do understand where you're coming from on the um, you know Roman um, or well, first of all. Like, it should be an unpredictable moment. Like, absolutely, I agree. And plus long-term booking, which is what any wrestling fan wants. You know, long-term booking. You know, where he has to fight the odds again. Yeah, so I could see where you're coming from on that. Um, I still stand by my stance that Cody's story to this point you know, it's, it is remarkable. And a lot, I think, look, I get the whole, all the kids like him. I get all that. I get, he's like a top merchandise seller, but some people like me, for example, I can relate with him. I can relate with his story, you know, because he was, when he was first with WWE, before he went with AEW, you know, he was being, he was being a victim of bad creative, you know, under Vince, you know, and Bruce and all these bastards. But now that it's a new regime, somewhat new regime, we'll have to see what happens with the Janelle Grant, uh, situ- or the investigation, the possible investigation. Um, you know, now that it's under a new regime, you know, and we don't have to agree on everything, but I feel that Cody has come a long way. You know, because he's dedicated everything to this business. You know, yes, is it a little annoying that he could be a little hypocritical, you know, saying he wants to pave his own way and not, you know, be associated, like, you know, be only known as Dusty's son, but yet that's all he mentions is Dusty, 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 Dusty. Sure, I agree with that. But, you know... At some point, we got to admit that he has come a long way. I understand and I agree about the agenda being pushed down our throat. I mean, for fuck's sakes, I call out the Taylor Swift shit all the time, you know, but that's a conversation for another day. But what I'm saying is, number one, Roman has pretty much beaten everybody at this point. He's accomplished a lot of things in his own way, you know, he, that's why I always compare him to LeBron James and me personally, I'm not a big fan of everyone kissing LeBron's ass. What I will say, however, you know, is LeBron is a goat of our generation, but he's not the fucking goat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I know. I get it. Yeah. So, I see where you're coming from. 
you know, and I do have a different perspective on it a little bit, but on this one, you know, we're, we're not, we're not really going to fully agree a hundred percent and that's okay. You know, if it does bring to long-term story, fine. But I think no matter when Cody went beats Roman, I think it is going to be a good moment, you know, because what Roman has done is a class of his own. And that's what I think everybody should do is strive to be their own. And look again, he wants to break Hogan's record. Fine. I'm okay. If he breaks Hogan's record at the very least after that, it's time for him to lose the fucking belt. If you want to, if any, if you brother or if anybody out there, you know, your friends who are wrestling fans or my people who are wrestling fans or just the average wrestling fans. If y'all want to root for history, that's fine. But no matter what, there is a story to be told here, you know, because of where Cody has come from to where he is now, you know, and, you know, I just no no matter when it happens, it's going to be a special moment. That That's just me, you know. So, um, do you got any final thoughts on this, brother? Because I think I think we pretty much gave our points uh, before we do our fantasy draft, and then we'll get out of here. Nah, I mean, other than Cody needs to lose that mania, the end. Oh my god! Stick with that. Um, Stick it oh, with that. Oh my! To my to my gra- write that on my gravestone. Cody doesn't oh. need a win, or I want to see Cody lose. Mania oh, forty. I'm here. I'm here for the memes. I'm here for the for the sad Cody never ending story memes. <laughs> yeah, um, well, we'll see what again. We'll see what happens. You know, again, I, Cody's gonna. It's predictable. Cody's gonna win. They're gonna give him his finish the story moment. Um, but again, I think for for me, uh, you're 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 costing something that doesn't happen ever. You know, it's been four decades since a wrestler's had the belt for longer than a thousand days so 40 years so you know in another 40 years might not even be here so i mean that's a once in a lifetime thing that happens um yeah so again i i feel that that in itself to the company standpoint means a lot more than somebody just the rest of finishing their story you know right finish your story after this once in a lifetime still happens you know if you yeah you know and I'm gonna take it this point. If you love the business like you like you say you love the business, if you're all about the business, then make a business decision. What that that's best for business. Right. Get that headline and then be and then beat it. Because you know what? That's what the because the because that's what your that's what your that's what your stance then that's what your stance is. I mean, that's what my stance is. If I love wrestling so much, then you know what? I do I again. I, I'm not saying Cody doesn't need to win the belt. He can win it. You know what? I'm fine with him winning the belt. Right. But you know what? I guess at this point, I'm you're so close. That maybe he sh- maybe they should have won it last year. You know? Yeah. But maybe Cody couldn't win it last year because he wasn't ready. He was hurt. He was coming off an injury. Maybe he knew that he couldn't. Well, actually, he wasn't. He just got in, right? He 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 tore his pec in the summer. Yeah, the summer, the summer before he won last year. So yeah, so yeah, uh, yeah. But then yeah, 
you know, maybe he wasn't fully prepared. I mean, he came in, he came in mania, he came in Rumble thirtieth, so it was obvious that he couldn't wrestle for a long time. They were hiding right. him behind being the last pick, you know. So maybe he wasn't ready, but they wanted him to win just as a surprise, knowing that he was going to lose because he because he couldn't carry a full load. So, um, you know, I think at this point for me, it's like you're going to run a marathon, twenty six miles. And you're on mile twenty-five. You're just you're about to be there, and then you let somebody who is in the backpack catch up and win when you could have made right. history, when you could have made history. You know, you know that that's the way yeah. I feel. Like you're 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 what's seven again? Outside what's seven months? You're not. That's gonna, November. Do what? From from seven months from now or seven months. From uh, April, what during WrestleMania? No, uh, it's seven months from or six months from seven six six months from now, from now. So you're you're looking at uh, so you're looking at September. So again, what's it? What's September? Now, you know, I don't think you're gonna lose any fans. Yeah. If you say, hey, guess yeah. what? Cody's gonna lose. Roman's holding the belt for another seven months. Deal with it. You're not gonna lose anything. Actually, and and right. I think if you do a program with Cody, you might actually get fans to watch. Because guess what happens next year in September? Football season. Wow. Oh, yeah. You know, that's whenever you lose fans. Because that's whenever you're watching Monday Night Football. I ain't, I'm not watching. I'm not watching. I'm not watching SmackDown. Well, SmackDown's moving. And SmackDown's moving to uh, as well. the USA on, to, on I think. Fridays or Tuesdays, they might be moving as well. But again, what, what's what, what a better way to debut on a new network at maybe a new day on a new time zone than having a new champion that breaks a record? You know, I think that just aligns so much better as a company than having Cody come out on Monday Night Raw. What do you want to talk about as he holds the belt, like? You know, that's a good point. The only thing that makes me satisfied is he does that, and Damien comes in and cashes in and beats him. Oh no! Because don't go there. Because then, because then I'm shocked. Then I'm surprised. You know. Oh, so you know, but you know, if I if I like I said, I if I want to see WWE succeed, I'd rather see that headline because that's something that I'll be. That's something that I would tell people. Man, shit. Roman was number two. He had the belt for you know. 1500 days that's that's a long ass time yeah that's almost five years i go that's a big deal and guess who beat him cody rhodes you know i i don't think i'm gonna be saying hey cody rhodes finished his story at wrestlemania 40 if i can't even tell you who won two years ago oh my goodness i mean i, I who, uh, who, won last? who won two years ago roman did he beat brock yeah. i think so yeah at uh arlington yes yeah that's my luck too I can't tell you three. What what was three years ago? Brock and or Roman and somebody else. I so again. I think if I if I ask somebody in two years or three years, hey, who won WrestleMania forty? You're you're not gonna. You know, you might remember, but you might. You you're probably not. Yeah. But yeah. You know, if you if you want that more sports, like again, and they talk about going into more sports. They want it to be more sport, like AEW. Why? Why not? Do why not have a record like Sportsman? 
So, yeah, no, that's a good point. That's that's I, all I have. That's all I have. No, nah, it's all good, man. Well, we will see what happens. Uh, before we get to our fantasy AEW draft, um, I have an idea real quick if um, if our schedules allow it. Here's what I'm thinking. How about WrestleMania night two? If we're both off, we do a special live, um, like obviously audio only, where we do like a special edition of Wrestle Empire. We do a watch along to Cody Roman too. What do you think about that? That works. What is Mania? April first, right? Uh, or April WrestleMania. March thirtieth. It's it's some of those days. Can't even tell you again. Not must watch because I don't know the dates. Mm, let me look it up real quick because uh, um, I, I think I think that would be great, like a live. Uh, uh, the sixth and seventh. Sixth and seventh of April. Um, I think I'll have to ask uh, my girlfriend this, but um, we're supposed to be going to a Madonna concert. If if the if our schedules allow it, we don't have to work. Either that or we wait until the next free day we both have off. I mean, it would be better live. But um, I think if our schedules allow it, I think we should do a special edition of Wrestle Empire where we do a watch along and then we could pass it on to everyone we know who are wrestling fans just so they could see like our live react or hear our live reactions. You up for that? That works. That works. I, I love it. All right. So let me let me do the usual, like how we do when we do our endings, um, our last thing of the night. Um, okay. Can you hear me? Okay. Can you still hear the music at a decent volume? Yeah. All right. Perfect. All right. So as you remember... Um, a few months ago, we did um, our fantasy draft of AEW, and uh, since we got nothing to do hotshot questions of right now, I think we should do that, um, you know, because um, other than a few storylines right now, I still think AEW is a little bit on a cold streak. So, um, which one do you want to do uh, for show-wise? Uh, like, which team, which brand or which show oh, do you want to do? It, it doesn't matter. Here, you could do Dynamite again. I'll do I'll do Collision. So, uh, basically, anybody, especially our wrestling fans out there, um, what we're doing is um, we're going to do a fantasy draft of everybody currently on the roster who we see more of. Um, and if we have a quick reason... Uh, we'll give it, but otherwise, we're just going to do, um, like, a fantasy draft. Um, of course, we're not going to do fantasy bookings tonight. But, um, basically, we're going to pick our rosters as if we were Raw and SmackDown. So, uh, with that being said, you ready to do fantasy draft real quick, and then we'll get out of here? Yep, that works for me. Perfect. All right, so I'm going to give you the first pick. Um since, you know, Dynamite is the flagship show, um, because, you know, um, obviously we both have ideas, 
for uh, how each show should run. So with that being said, brother, uh, who do you want? I'm going with the AEW champion Samoa Joe off the rip. Samoa Joe, all right. Hey, there you go. There you go. Um, even though he'd probably be on both shows, he would be mainly on Dynamite. So I can see that. Um, I'm going to go with Eddie, Eddie Kingston. I think um, he has just been on his best streak lately, and plus he's been on Collision more. And I could see um, Tony making um, Collision his show, you know, because that's where he's mainly on. Yeah. Um, plus, um, with other ideas, depending on who we draft, um, I could see him, uh, I could see some feuds with Eddie, like some new feuds. So, uh, with that being said, uh, who do you want for your number two? Oh, my number two pick would be. Uh... Brian Danielson, got to go with best, best, best in the world. All right, fair enough, fair enough. I like it. Um, I'm gonna pick Swerve. Good pick, good pick. Um, I'm gonna pick Swerve. Um, but with Prince Nana, I think uh, Prince Nana uh, adds a little dynamic, and plus, I can see a future with, or I can. I'm so sleep deprived. Um, I could see a feud with uh, Swerve and Eddie. Um, yeah, I mean, definitely. And that's a great pick, too. Swerve is on top of his game right now. Um, for my third pick, I'm going with newly signed AEW signee, Will Ospreay. We're going high-flying uh uh-huh. big matches off the rip. Plus him and Samoa Joe would be a good feud. Him and Samoa Joe, him and Brian Danielson would be something to watch. You uh and de- definitely you could build long storylines, definitely could do both hill and face uh with each of them. So you can have you know just plenty of opportunities, nothing really too stagnant or boring. Cause you could change it up whenever you really wanted to. Right. Oh, it's true. It's true. Plus, him and Brian could be a good storyline. I can, I can see it. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. I like it a lot. Um, Hangman, easy. Um, him and Swerve, they're like Batman and Joker. Mm-hmm. Um, easy, plain and simple. I just had to get those three picks out the way. You know, um, I think they're going to be like the Tom Brady and Peyton Manning of uh, AEW. And I'm here, and we're all here for it. Yes, so sir. that's my third pick, Hangman. Who you got for number four? My fourth pick would be... Who would I get? Number number four, I, I would probably have to pick Mox. Ah. A workhorse can do any kind of match. Again, continue with Danielson. They want to keep BCC. Uh, can be a face, can be a heel. I think he's got a little, all you know, utility player right there with him. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. He is a workhorse, absolutely. Um, real quick, uh, before we continue, um, you want to go until about 8 30 and then we'll wrap it up? No, nah, what kind of 8 15? I got stuff I gotta do. Um, we'll, got stuff you gotta yeah, do. we'll do like we can do like 10 more picks, we'll, we'll keep we'll keep it a little short. Yeah, no, that's fine. That's fine. Plus, I'm getting tired. That is totally fine. Um, 
then we'll then we'll try to see if we can speed through it as much as possible. Um, okay, so ten picks each, and then we'll wrap it up. Like basically the faces for each show. Yeah. Okay, we can do that. That'll be fine. Um, I'm just gonna go hook because it's hook. He's a future superstar. He's a future uh, superstar wrestler in the making. Period. Yep. That's yep. my only reason. Plus, him and Swerve, him and Eddie. Uh, him and Hangman, if Hangman ever becomes a heel, I can see it hook for me. Um, okay, so uh, 10 picks starting now, or yeah, yeah, because I'll, okay. I'll start off. Um, again, I'll like you, I'm going Young Gun, I'm going uh, DG, I'm going Dan Garcia. Um, you know, showed out yesterday on that cage match, you know, shining star since the Continental Classic. I think he's gonna do big things this year. Definitely, love, would love to have him on my roster, yeah. No, he, he's he's gonna he's in for a big twenty twenty four. I absolutely agree with you on that. Um, good good pick. So nine left for you, ten for me. Uh, for my uh, first of ten. Oh shit, this is tough. Uh, fuck. I'm actually gonna go in the women's division. Um. You already know who I'm gonna pick. It, it's it's obvious. I'm picking that. I'm picking Chris Stat because it's Chris Stat. He's a badass. Um. Yeah. Hey, that's a good pick for the women's division. Yeah. Um, okay. Nine picks each. My next, I'll pick Takeshka next. Again, another young star. Um. I mean, he's gonna be a star too. He has star making. He's the next. He can be the next ace in Japan if he wants to go back to Japan. Uh, big, strong, young, face heel, another all arounder. Right. Yeah. No, I agree. Do you want him with Don Callis? Yeah. He. Yeah. Well. Yeah. We can keep Don Callis with him. I think that would work out. Nice. Nice. Um, all right. Eight picks left for you. Nine picks for me. Um. This is really tough with everyone who's out right now. I'm actually going to pick a group um, for this one because, uh, you know, we at least need uh, one group. Uh, I'm going to pick Bullet Club Gold, especially uh, with their new theme song. Have you heard their new theme? Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a banger. Oh, it's fucking awesome. Shout out to Austin Gunn for, you know, coming up with that. That It might be ruckus, of course. Good shit. <laughs> you know? And I'm talking everybody, including with Juice. I'm very excited when uh, Juice comes back and he comes out with them to that theme. That's going to be fucking banger right there. Bullet Club Gold for me. Eight picks each. What do you got? Good pick. I got Tony Storm. We're going women's division. Um, You know, timeless Tony Storm. Crazy Tony Storm. I'll take any any Tony Storm. Um, You know, he's a... She's the main girl for the women's division, so you know I gotta get my women's division strong. Uh, definitely going with her. Betty Storm. All right, all right, fair enough, fair enough. Um, I'm gonna pick this for when he inevitably comes back. MJF. MJF. Good pick. Him and Swerve. Him and Hangman. Um, him and Eddie, which still needs to happen. Um, I'll give you a, I'll, I'll make you a deal really quickly because of um, 
the whole possible anarchy in the Arena 3. Um, if you don't touch Undisputed Kingdom, uh, which group do you not want me to touch? I was gonna, actually, I was probably going to get Undisputed Kingdom next because you got Something a bullet club. <laughs> I'm only saying it from anarchy. Okay, we'll make a deal. MJF and Undisputed Kingdom and Bullet Club Gold can go on those shows. That works for me. Okay, so you want to do Undisputed Kingdom? Yeah. Okay, easy. Um, for my next pick, um, I'm going to go back to the women's division. Okay, so you have, okay, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Um, okay, so seven more. Is it seven more or six more? I think I have six. You have seven. You have, okay, you have six. I have seven. Okay. Uh, I'm going to do Thunder Rosa. Um, she has been on fire uh, since she came back, plus a rivalry with her and Stat. Uh, good shit. Good shit. Uh, six left for each. Who you got? I'm going Mariah May. I am going with the goddess herself. Um, that is my Chris Stat to your uh, to for for me. Um, you know she's just a strong style girl, living that stardom life. Um, is a good heel, can be a beautiful face. Uh, I think her and Tony, whenever they finally come together, um, it's gonna be good. So you know I gotta get I gotta. Go with Mariah May as my next pick. Gotcha. All right. Five for you, six for me. Uh, before I make my next pick, uh, let me make let me make a PSA. None of the women in AEW are more beautiful than my girlfriend. My girlfriend would kick all their ass. Just saying that. Also, well, because it's true. Also, because I'm a good boyfriend and I love my girlfriend. So I just have to get that out there. Shout out to my girlfriend. But for the sake of Russell Empire... Totally agree. Totally agree. Um, my next pick. Oh fuck. Uh, okay. So five for you, six for me. Is that is it five for you or six or five for each of us or five for you, six for me? Yeah, I got. I have five left. You got six. I got six. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go orange. Orange Cassidy. Just. He always puts on banger matches. Oh yeah, Orange Cassidy for me, five each. Uh, who am I going? I'm going with who am I going with next? I'm going with. Um, I'm I'm gonna go with a tag team next. I'm going with Ricky Starks and Big Bill. Uh, you know. And the reason why I'm getting my I'm getting a two for one off this deal. Great thing yeah. going with wrestlers, great tag team. Um, going with them though, because definitely, you know, you could book them both ways. Um, and I see them. Just, you know what? If they can kind of keep them together um, as champions, which I don't see, but if they kept them together, I think they could do great things. I think I think uh, Big Bill is a good heater for Ricky Starks. Um, and no, uh, we go from there. Yeah, no, I agree. Absolutely. They are an underrated tag team. I guess with that being said, I'll go tag team as well. And there's actually a uh, women's tag team, uh, kind of that I'll, that I'll be doing here in a minute. Um, but, uh, I'm going to do Sting and Darby Allen for me. Man, you don't, uh, you, you don't let me still 
Sky Blue and Julia Hart. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> go on, go on, go on. No, is that who you want? No, no. I, that's not who I'm thinking of. I'm not going to tell you who I'm thinking of. <laughs> I think I know who you're thinking of. I'm going to see him next, though, just to see if I'm right. You son of a bitch. Don't you dare. <laughs> who, who, who am I thinking of? I'm going Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter. You son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. Oh, fuck <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah. I'll, I'll make you a trade because I wanted them. I wanted them. I don't want Julia Hart or Sky Blue. Sky Blue disturbs me. Come on. Go ahead. I'll, I'm going to let you have them. I, I have my next pick ready to go already. Okay, but who do you want for your uh, women's tag team? No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm not going women's tag team. I'm not, I'm not oh, doing that. Okay. Okay, so we have four each. Yeah. Okay. Are you going Darby Sting? Yeah, I'm going Darby Sting um, for women's tag team, so I can have a decent uh, women's division for Collision. Um, I am going to pick um, Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter, but that's why I was saying I'm going to let you have uh, Julia Hart and Sky Blue. No, I'm I'm going to go um, FTR next for my uh, my next pick. I think again, get a good tag team division. Uh, you know, Dax and Cash individually are decent wrestlers, um, but definitely as a tag team, you know, probably one of the greatest tag teams right now and in the history. Um, so we're going FTR. Gotcha. All right, you already know my pick because uh, I want to have a decent division. Um, so three picks each. Um, who do you want next? Um, who do I want next? An AEW. I do you know who I'm gonna go with? Who? No, I'm going gonna go with Christian. Oh, Christian Cage. Christian Cage. You know, he just he's you know great heel. Oh, um, fantastic! No, just don't have any dead fathers. You'd be all right, but yeah. Going Christian Cage for sure. I think that'll be my next. Oh, pick. Damn, that's a good one. That's a good one. All right. Uh, I guess I'll counter that. I'll go Adam Copeland. Two each. Good pick. Good pick. Good pick. Um, I think for who am I going with my next pick? I'm gonna go. Um, um, my next pick is going to be Deanna Perrazzo. Ah, uh, the Virtuosa. Little Virtuosa. Great wrestler. I think she mixed well with Tony Storm and Mariah May. I'm going to go with her. All right. There you go. All right. One pick up for you, two for me. Uh, since you got two tag teams, uh, I'm actually going to go with another group, uh, House of Black. Good pick. Good pick. House of Black. Not with Julia Hart, because I don't want I don't want Sky Blue anywhere near my show. Alright, one pick left, and then we're gonna then I got some news for you, then we're gonna get out of here. My last pick, um I'm gonna continue with my women's division. I'm actually gonna pick up Athena. Athena. Alright, so that's your last pick? That's my last pick. Okay. Alright. Good pick, man. Um for my final pick. Um, twice is tough. 
Um, let me move my bag now because um, the queen, um, she's getting tired. Plus I am. Plus we got to get out of here. Um, for my final pick, um, fuck, who would be a good one? Um, shit, this is tough. Um, when he comes back as well, um, I'm gonna pick uh, Kenny. Good pick. I know. I was, I was thinking about him too. Gotcha. All right. That is that. That is going to be our base of each show's draft. Uh, before we get out of here, brother, I got some news for you. Uh, two bits of news. Um, still nothing super major, but we are making steps in the right direction. The first step or the first bit of news is um, I officially made um, the podcast available on Apple. So anybody who you know uh, who doesn't have Spotify, uh, they can listen to it on Apple now. So do you know anybody who doesn't have Spotify? I mean, I, I don't listen to Spotify that often. I'm more of an Apple guy myself. So I, I actually caught him on the Apple when I saw your your, your Instagram um, I was listening to them through my Apple because I do more Apple and podcasts than I do Spotify. But I know anybody who has Apple Music definitely can use that. Yeah, well, there you go. Anybody who you know are wrestling fans um, who don't have Spotify, who are more Apple people, they can listen to it on Apple now. Um, number two, um, we're now almost at 40 followers Woo! overall. That's big, 40 followers already. And we're only yeah. five episodes in. Oh, yeah. Well, it's also for State of the Real Union, but I'm associating both shows together because they're part of the family. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So we're, we're making moves, man. It's still not going to happen overnight, but uh, we're, we're making moves one day at a time, brother. But, dude, that was great. It was uh, great to catch up and uh, have these uh, conversations um, any final words uh, before we get out of here? Cody doesn't need to win WrestleMania 40. Motherfucker. Uh, those are your final words? Jesus my... Christ. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. Fair enough. Um, my final uh, words are this. Uh, don't let this black cloud hang over the sport of professional wrestling. Uh, as a lot of y'all who listen to this podcast, um, it is a getaway from reality you know mm-hmm. you love to suspend your disbelief cheer for the bad guys cheer for the good guys boo the bad guys boo the good guys you know this is a sports entertainment athletic you know distraction from the world worlds but don't let dis- don't let that distract you from the facts that something horrendous happened um yes that put a, not only a black eye on the wwe but put a black eye on uh, wrestling, pro wrestling in general, and it hurts every company. Um, you know, do better. Let yes. You know, um, let's all you know. Uh, high tide races all ships. Um, mm-hmm. You know, whether you are a WWE stand troll, AEW troll stand, I think we should all agree that this is unacceptable. And you know, we're just here to have fun. Yeah. Um. And that's all. That's that. That those are my statements for uh, my final words for this episode. I love it, brother. I love it. Well, I don't need to say anything because you know, 
you know, I'm basically where you're at, brother. Um, but dude, I appreciate you as always. Um, you're just as big of a part of this journey, you know, with Wrestle Empire and then, you know, what I'm trying to build and then what you and I are building with Wrestle Empire. Uh, dude, after a couple weeks, I have to say out of all of our episodes so far, this is our best one with more to come. Oh, yeah, definitely agree. Um, no, this year's the beginning, you know, one month down of wrestling. Great wrestling this this month already. Um, day one, WWE, Royal Rumble, got some, got those matches out the way. Uh, yeah. You know, you got AEW with um, their all their New Year Smash and all their and their good stuff going on. Uh, Rose leading into Revol- uh, Revolution got their good signings. Absolutely. New Japan popping off with Wrestle Kingdom, New Beginning, New Year's Dash. Um, you know. Smaller promotions, GCW ran a show uh, this past week. Look, they're looking good. Impact or TNA is now TNA Hard to Kill, looking good. I think this is going to be a great year for professional wrestling. Um, I can't wait. You know, I'm about to put on Collision right now. Love got, it. You know, got the rum, the Raw after Rumble. Uh, you know, can't wait to see what Cody says if he's going to be on the show. I haven't heard anything yet. Um, he probably will. But I'm pretty sure he she should be. Bailey should be on there too. Um, you know, let, you know, let's let's let that pop off. Get ready for uh, elimination chamber. Uh, no, I think is 2024 is the year of professional wrestling. I think we're getting as close to the Monday Night War slash Attitude Era um, as we're gonna get. I think it's gonna be some great a great year of wrestling. Can't wait to get back on the pod and discuss more things that are coming up for wrestling. Absolutely, man. I'm again. You know, it, there's no one that I'd rather do this part of this journey with than with you, brother. So, dude, I appreciate you. Um, I know um, you got to get ready for work tomorrow. Um, you know, got some stuff to do and then want to chill. I got to do the same thing. Got some stuff that I need to take care of tomorrow. Um, do this again next week. Sounds good. Love it, brother. All right, man. Well, listen, I will. we will talk. We'll obviously talk soon, but dude, I appreciate you. Um, best episode yet so far. Really great conversation. And uh, looking forward to doing this with you next week, brother. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right, man. I'll see you soon. And for everyone else, um, I'm going to close out the show um, here in a few minutes. Um, take a quick break. Um, Alan, I'll, I'll talk to you next week, brother. All right, man. Sounds good. All right, man. See you soon. Closing right, out the show next has resigned from the parent company in the wake of a sexual misconduct allegation mcmahon stepped down as executive chairman friday night in a lawsuit filed thursday former wwe employee janelle grant says mcmahon promised her a job and promotions in exchange for sex she claims he also trafficked her to other men inside and outside the company including former wrestler john laurinaitis Grant says McMahon then pressured her into signing a non-disclosure agreement about their sexual relationship in exchange for $3 million. In a statement to Deadline, a McMahon spokesperson says the lawsuit is, quote, replete with lies. The Wall Street Journal reported in 2022 that McMahon paid out $12 million to four women to cover up similar allegations.
All right, I'm gonna make this short and sweet and to the point um, because I'm ready to get to bed myself. Plus I'm ready to just play next to my amazing queen who is absolutely just a wonderful person. Uh, plus I'm starving um, and I gotta order my groceries for tomorrow. So I'm gonna close it with this. Uh, first of all, as always, I wanna thank my amazing co-host Alan for joining me again. Um, Tonight was absolutely our best episode yet of Russell Empire. We had two really great discussions on the Vince McMahon situation. Then, of course, Cody Roman, too. Um, I'm going to echo office statements a little bit uh, really quickly. And then uh, I'm, I'm tired and I'm ready to go to bed because um, I got some stuff to do tomorrow myself. So let me say this. Um, everything that Alan said was absolutely right. What Vince and John and Brock did was absolutely horrifying and disgusting. And yes, it left a very serious black cloud over WWE. But my closing statement for tonight is this. While a black cloud may have left, been left over WWE by these three sick fucks, not all people in the world are bad. There are still good people out there. And the fact that Janelle Grant had the courage to come forward with this and show evidence is absolutely, is absolutely brave and awesome. So, while there are evil people out there, don't let that, even though with trauma, don't let the fact that there are some evil bastards out there... Um, you know, make the final judgment. Because while some people in this world are bad, um, you know, there are still good people out there. Um, and with that, that's basically um, it for my closing statement uh, for tonight. Again, um, my heart, my prayers go out to Janelle Grant and her family. My prayers go out to the families of... John Laurinaitis, Vince McMahon, and Brock Lesnar. Not Vince McMahon, John Laurinaitis, and Brock Lesnar. They they deserve any karma that comes their way. But the fact that the families were unfortunately brought into the spotlight because of this, absolutely disgusting. And Vince, John, and Brock should all be ashamed of themselves. Um, again, I want to thank, of course, my co-host for joining me after a couple of weeks. Um, like I said, overall, with what I'm trying to build for overall than what we're trying to build for Russell Empire, we are making progress day by day. Um, I want to thank all of my supporters, all of our supporters to this point. Without you guys, none of this is possible. And then, of course, um, Jesus, sinuses, Jesus Christ. And of course, finally, the best for last, the number one person that I want to thank personally is the woman I love more than anything in this world, and that is my amazing queen. Even though things aren't always perfect, um, she is my rock and my safe place. And the fact that, you know, she's just giving me a reason to not give up. And because of certain things that I'm not going to say on here, um, you know, it's why I'm trying to build an empire for me and her as well. Um, because without her um, and her encouragement and her love 
and support whenever I was down. Um, I would not be where I'm at today if it wasn't for her encouragement and acceptance. Because I remember so many times, especially when we first started dating back in 19, 2019, I was, I was really in a dark place. And you know what she did? She bent down next to me, gave me a hug and said, I love you. I accept you for who you are is absolutely amazing. And without her, um, I wouldn't have the courage to do a lot of things, especially this. So to all of you guys, uh, to my co-host, Alan, thank you. And even though she's sitting right here next to me or laying in bed, but she's ready for me to come to bed and I'm ready to go to bed, um, which is fine because I'm tired of shit and I'm ready to snuggle with my queen. A very absolute um, uh, love you to her and just none of this is possible without your encouragement and support. So with that, y'all, I close. Um, I'll possibly be back tomorrow evening with a solo episode. Um, and, um, you know, I'll just leave it at that. Because, uh, again, I'm starving and I'm tired. So, as always, y'all, stay safe. Um, stay warm if it is cold out there. And, as always, when you feel what you want to feel, you're being real. And being real is a very, very big deal. And then, of course, finally, to once again, one more time, which I will absolutely say this to I'm blue in the face to my queen. I love you very much with all my heart, and none of this is possible without your support and encouragement. I love you with all my heart, baby, and we're just getting started. And with that, y'all, I'll see y'all tomorrow, and you know what comes next. I'll see y'all tomorrow. Peace and love, everybody. Bye.
just too simple to live your life wrong. Gotta do right for you when the time comes. The clock keeps drinking, they keep ticking. There's two more people who get to play positions. Samantha and Chuck, not a couple, just roommates. Out having too many shots on a Tuesday. Who knew they'd be tools for the duo? Put a little bit of fire on the fuel. It's a kind of blue, intentions ain't cruel. But everybody's so ready to bend up the rules. Now there's Chuck staring at Dolores. Eddie is distracted by Samantha, so he doesn't notice. And everybody's too fucked up to even assess the mess, much less care enough. More whiskey, a picture of premium. Eddie's getting tipsy. He didn't see it coming on his way back from a visit with that urinal. Trying to straighten out his thoughts and the vertigo. Weaves through, stops when he's seen him. Picture perfect, it looked just like freedom. Dolores on Chuck's lap, kissing him hard. Eddie dipped into the winter, left them all at the bar. Sometimes you gotta follow what's felt inside Between the power struggles and selfish pride No one's allowed to cry unfair Because now they both get to drink alone somewhere You could be a winner, you could be a loser Gotta wake up when you hear the rooster Sometimes it's just too simple to live your life wrong Gotta do right for you when the time comes You could be a winner, you could be a loser Gotta wake up when you hear the rooster Sometimes it's just too simple to live your life wrong Actually, hold that thought real quick. I almost forgot to mention um, a very special cheers uh, to the Queen's mom. Um, you know, um, let me just say, I don't want to get too full into details, but unfortunately, a few years ago today, she unfortunately left this earth. But Rita, if you're listening to this, which I'm sure you are in heaven, let me just say I am so very thankful for you because of the fact that you gave birth to one of the most amazing, kind-hearted human beings, although not perfect, because I'm not perfect myself either, you absolutely are a true angel. I forgot to mention that, and I want that to be known. So, Rita, if you're listening to this, cheers to you. We miss you every day, and just thank you for giving birth to the biggest blessing in my life. All right, now time to close. I'll see you all tomorrow. For you, when the time comes, you can be a winner, you can be a loser. Gotta wake up when you hear the rooster. Sometimes it's just too simple to live your life wrong. Gotta do right for you when the time comes.
Hey y'all, Sky here. Uh, thank you all for listening to my podcast today. Um, if you like what you've heard, uh, please leave a review. Rate me five stars. I can use all the help I can get. Um, but if there's anything I can improve on, um, still leave a review. Let me know what I can do to um, do better. Um, again, I cannot do this without your guys' help. Spread the word. Spread the love, spread the realness. Thank you guys, and I'll see you all very soon. Allow me to reintroduce myself. I'm in the empire business.